call you out for that. I'm going to call you out for that already. Are we live? And then All the we have no XLR issues either. Wait. We're, pro we're probably okay, going to switch around a little bit when Cutie gets here. I don't think we'll be... Uh, we'll, you'll probably get over there and then yeah. Cutie will come here yeah, or something. We'll, shuffle. we'll figure it out. But, um, dude, you're a hard man to fucking get on this podcast, yeah, dude. What the hell? Dude, I wanted to come on this show like man. i've had like i've had people that are escaping vladimir putin okay <laughs> who have like been in russian prison true. on this podcast and they were easier to get a hold well, because, of than you because you you're like dude let's let's do a show let's do it at like nine in the morning Thank like you. he I loves doing there. these early like i would yeah, always yeah, go on bro, we i just work talking about trains podcast and train does his podcast at like 3 a.m pacific time and you hit me up dude and you're like yo can you come on my show at like nine in the morning 10 in the morning hey I you love do, you like, do I is, work it's like this this is part of the work i know but like i work <laughs> on top of this too like i i do this and then i stream so like i usually i usually love to do it at like first of all i never said nine i know your ass was not up at nine okay you, you'd be going to sleep at nine after one of your fucking grammys parties bro i'm so old i dude honestly I don't this know guy literally still... was like bro grammys weekend you want me to come in at 11 no shot Can't it's a we... good network you weekend, said bro. that you you I said know, those and words. I feel like I I think I said it before the camera was rolling, so you don't have proof of it. But like <laughs> I've text message you texted it to me. <laughs> you, did, you did. It's just a big weekend. A lot of people are in town. It's like a good like networking and like industry weekend. Um, weird parties, bro. Like weirds goings on. That really? You know? Like, dude, I was at come? this uh, chain smokers event on <laughs> Friday night. There you go. <laughs> that, that would be weird. <laughs> and uh, th dude, like the the like. Co collaboration or like concoction of people at this event was like so odd mm. like it was offset from the migos yeah group. thank you i yep for for clarifying <laughs> the migos rap group yeah. robert robert craft what <laughs> the fuck lana rhodes okay that that is like, weird bro like the concoction of people running around that party within close proximity to each other was like Strange. What, what are they all big fans of chain smokers? <laughs> Robert, Robert Kraft loves. When I would get my massages, I'd just pipe up. Yeah, chain dude. Smokers <laughs> is that a chain smokers song? I don't even fucking know. You did do 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 do. Like you literally. <laughs> dude, that could have been. That could have been Kumbaya. Dude, I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> I think you just did the Mentos freshness theme. That's what. It's Calvin Harris. Fuck. Oh, that was, shit. oh, it was summer. Is that what that was? I don't if fucking I, when I, I don't you fucking in the summer. I watched the copyright. I watched the copyright. I used to listen to a lot of music. I don't listen to any music anymore. I don't have time. Because you always work. Yeah, exactly. Bro, you, you actually, I want to commend you on that right off the bat, dude. Like, you are a worker. You are always either streaming, podcasting, tweeting, trying to fix some sort of political, you know, goings on. There's a lot going on, dude. A I haven't fixed shit, bro, so. Bro, <laughs> this. there was a. When does it come out? Just for context. Uh, Bro, tomorrow. there was a <laughs> hot air balloon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was sent. Oh, sorry. That went off course. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't that big of a deal. I think the Pentagon made a bigger deal out of it to like to do propaganda to be like, look at China. Like they're fucking coming after us. Well, what do you. OK, here's that's the thing. what I think. Because they said, like, obviously, like it was a. a to be honest, a, a weather balloon that went. What we need some. Propaganda I mean, right dude, I just like. I but no, but Hassan, think about this for a second. It was a weather balloon that went off course, a surveillance balloon that went off course, mm -hmm. and that's and the equivalent of me 
hey, I'm on my way to your podcast, but I accidentally took a wrong turn. I'm in Arkansas. Like, bro, it's not possible. What course was it on no, no. that it ended up over our nuclear base in Montana, bro? If you, if you, first of all, what? What? balloons have very limited control on, on yeah, what kind of flight path. Yeah, out of little girls' hands. Yeah, bro. exactly. This is a fucking floating surveillance lab no, over our nuclear facilities, That's what I'm on. saying. So it, what, what I'm about to tell you is probably going to freak you out way, for, uh, way more than this, but like China already is spying on us. In way better ways than a fucking gigantic balloon. There, like, well, TikTok. TikTok yeah. That's one. But that's more. That's more of on a personal basis. Like, right. bro, TikTok. TikTok is so powerful as far as like all the information that they have of you. That like they know what you want before you know it. Yeah, okay. Weird. So like, if they want it, they're like, hey, hey, Big Mike. Let's let's take a look at hey, Big Mike. Let's see if uh oh okay um. He thought about fucking eating chocolate on Thursday. That means that he's also interested in this, this, this. Like, right. they have shit that you don't even fucking know about yourself. But beyond that, um, there are uh, conventional surveillance techniques that all big superpowers use on one another. For sure. That they could easily uh, get away with that doesn't, like, you know, if you want to do espionage, if you want to do real surveillance, you don't want everybody to fucking know. Correct. Like, you know, they just put... Usually, uh, we use balloons as well. America uses balloons as well for surveillance every now and then. Oftentimes over like, uh, you know, like a field of war or something. Yep. Never really usually on like civilians. Um, and as far as like uh, Chinese uh, technology goes, they do have some uh, Zeppelins and, and balloons and the like, just like we do. This is like experimental tech because they're, they can stay afloat for a v way longer time with no refueling capabilities. So like, it's fine. Um, they have satellites. The thing about the satellites, the thing about the satellites is they don't, because of their distance, they're not able to produce from an angle angle standpoint the same type of yeah uh, intel back to the satellite. Secondly, but they a, have a balloon at that height can pick up things like t heat heat signatures from from silos. It could pick up all kinds of things that a satellite cannot yes. pick up. So so well I understand that. It's not just satellites though. I was I was I was going to say like one they have satellites, two they can and the United States government utilizes all the time. They just use Cessnas. A lot of time that's just what they do. They just like fucking put a Cessna, strap the camera underneath it, f do a quick flyby, boom boom, you're out. Like a like a a, a hired set contracted yeah, Cessna yeah. through or, a shadow, even, like through like a yeah, or even lower altitude uh, in comparison to the balloon. The balloon is at sixty thousand to ninety thousand lower altitude. Private jet, you know, you put a fucking camera under the private jet. Who the fuck's gonna know? Some See, Chinese billionaire's gonna be flying over. What are you gonna do? You don't know that. You can't because like it's on the right flight path. Let's say. You know, all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. It's uh, they they snap whatever the fuck pictures they want to snap. So they have a lot of capabilities beyond if they want to do espionage. And the reality is, uh, wait, hold on. I think the food is here for you, March. Um, sorry. Uh, doors open. I think I saw Amber Rose in front of your house. <laughs> I'm not kidding, dude. She may still be out yeah, there. You just, There's like a Lincoln, yeah, dude. If you look, there I think you she's jam she might Thank you. still be Yeah, out she there. really might. If Amber Rose is in front of the house, bring her in. I want, it, I want her, her input on the Chinese water balloon. It would be way Weather spicier balloon. than his. Amber yeah. Rose's uh, opinion? I, I, I'm telling you, she's out front, dude. I, I, just, I saw her, dude. No, Global tensions are at the point that there is only one way to move forward, and that is that we get a new Rocky movie where Creed fights a Chinese boxer. Like Rocky, IV. I could I could see something like that solving the problems. I for sure. There was yeah. I think the Cold War ended because of Rocky Four. 
That's probably what happened, yeah. Yeah, I think we came together as you know, people. My my favorite thing is watching like everyone collectively freak out. Um I just I just think it's interesting. But I think people forget a lot of time that like we're we are we are doing the same shit, dude. Like Yeah, like, we're doing we, way worse. Way worse. I was gonna yeah, say I didn't want to say it, but like honestly, like like They'll come study our our nuclear facilities, right? Like whether it's them or Iran or whoever wants to get intel. We'll take their facilities offline. Like we'll literally upload malware into their systems and be like, "Yo, you're going down for." They're getting pretty good at that too. China actually, as far as like China being a threat, I mean, I am definitely uh, what most people would consider a China sympathizer uh, Mm. for many different reasons, but most importantly because I like like Chinese food. No, I really like high speed rail, and I think that. Bro, that can't be a good a good enough reason. No, to I sympathize think, with. Okay. By the way, really quickly, the superpower that we are at, like people talk about Russia, they're talking about this country, that country, U.S., China. I, that is the playing field. That is the only playing field. There's no one else in I'm, the game. I'm obviously bro. critical of China. Of course, they do a lot of superpower shit that the United States does as well. Maybe not to the same degree, but they're they're trying. They're trying their best. What I like is that uh, the con- I like the concept of the Chinese prosperity. Um, that is uh, a both cultural value and also like a, a system of governance. Basically, um, one thing that they do regularly is they'll just have like. There'll be like a billionaire that uh, sold low quality uh, baby formula, right? And some babies died. Execution. Straight up. They're so like, you, oh, so that's you sick. Like the, so you like the accountability. I like that they do implement accountability. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not, I'm not a fan of capital punishment, <laughs> right. but like, like there, is, uh, there, was, there was chaos. You, know you want China, somewhere between capitalism and capital people. punishment. Like you want like a, a medium between well, the two. Well, one other good example is like, for example, every, so first of all, the corporations in China are beholden to the government. They work at the behest of the government. In America, our government is beholden to corporations. And I think that corporations being beholden to the government, especially if the government is still maintaining some level of interest in like uplifting the lives of every citizen evenly, as evenly as possible... I'm a fan of that because you know, our I'm, subsidies are the ones we're fucking f- funding every part of our agricultural production anyway, but we can't get any return on that shit because they can do whatever the fuck they want. They can make the price of uh, milk as, as high as they want, dump out the rest of the milk, you know what I mean? Destroy eggs, supply. Eggs, eggs too. Um, you're not giving me any insight, by the way. Like, I, you're a socialist, dude. I know, you're, I know where I, you stand. <laughs> Like are you, I'm so, not sneaking this by you. No, I Fuck. know all, I know all this stuff. And, and by the way, like I love the conversation. I think it's I think it's a very intriguing conversation. One thing I, I like is you you do a, a a very good job of arguing with just with just facts and stats and just conversation. It, yeah. I, I don't like how we can't talk about stuff without anger nowadays. Like can yeah. we just like talk and I could hear your side, you could hear my side. And guess what? If we leave and we innately or, or 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 strongly disagree with each other who gives a fuck go on with your life i'm gonna go on with my life and that's it like i try to, I try live, to and that. live i try to show that to my audience regularly because like there are a lot of people that are very serious about their uh political positions and i perfectly i understand that and there are of course some kinds of fucking assholes out there that like you don't you don't fuck with that you don't want to be friends with that you know are like kind of bad people you, i know you hate steven crowder for example he's a great example of this but like ultimately if we're talking about normies if we're talking about normal individuals like 
there are going to be a million different things that you guys disagree on. And then, and yet you can still maintain like a level of, of friendship with these people. Yeah. Without like immediately assuming that they're like a fucking fascist or some shit, especially because like the way I understand it, I think a lot of Americans are product uh, or everyone is a product of the systems that they grew up in. And all these people, especially on the left, they're always like, Oh, the system is white supremacist. The system is fundamentally like, you know, right wing or whatever. But then they don't recognize that, like, of course, the motherfuckers that are born and grown into it are going to have those values. You know what I mean? It's just it takes a while to unlearn that shit. Anyway, this is a non-political podcast. Yeah, sorry. I don't know why I came out swinging like that. Uh, I we just, can, that, uh, no, we can, just that, that, that balloon, dude. Like, I just really was so with stressed you. out by it. Bro. I really like, stuck with you. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm a firm believer that, like. If that was a legitimate threat, first of all, they were tracking it before. They were tracking it over Alaska. You know what I mean? They were tracking it from the moment that it fucking, you know, started flying. Uh, So NORAD tracked it from the jump. I'm a firm believer that if it was a legitimate threat, if it constituted some kind of actual threat. They would have took it out. They would have fucking taken it out over Alaska. What scared you about the balloon? I think, I think like, just like growing up you have this and and it, and it is a privilege to to be able to say this growing <laughs> up live in a balloon grow, for no, no, no. growing up in america we have a we have a uh innate sense of um homeland security that exists as a result of our uh, coastlines and the idea of any foreign superpower having any kind of aircraft or or device floating over our homeland yep is is a scary thought and i think it's i think it's a scary thought for for all americans to imagine that that's possible i mean i I I, for me it's just such a non-story because it's like that can't be possible there's no way i'm with him i like thinking outside the box but but for you guys you guys live live here and like whatever your whatever your thoughts are on it the idea of 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 any other country that that very much feels like an intrusion. It feels like an invasion. Yeah, an invasion of, 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 of our sorts. In, in, an invasion you, of our airspace. Do you right? know what happens if one of our military aircraft crosses one hundred feet over the over the line of oh, the of the no fly zone into China? Into oh, God forbid, over the China mainland. They have a, they have an imaginary line that that they draw. I forgot the name of it. That they consider to be the border zone of their land there's already which there's is an there, island yeah. chain and, 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 and there's also the dotted, con- li- the dotted chain or dotted line there's also it, contention over that too because they're building artificial islands, islands as well expanding call, on correct. that no fly zone china also routinely uh does like flyovers uh that and north korea does flyovers or not flyovers but like north korea does like intercontinental ballistic missile testing too over japan so like that's a big point of contention military exercises but, of that sort but imagine if a u.s aircraft of any kind balloon plane whatever actually went over mainland china like an actual route over so, it would be considered a hostile act and that aircraft would be shot down so that actually was a balloon so that actually does happen what if it was the kid from up like, no, no, no. It, like it, it does <laughs> what you're talking about happens quite frequently as a matter of fact and that's precisely why all governments whether they're warring with one another or not whether they're engaging in a proxy war, whether it be in Ukraine or in Syria, are actually in constant communication with one another. A lot of people don't know this. There is a communication system between Russia and the United States of America to ensure that 
all like the, the United States is always aware of every Russian flight pattern. They're not able to give it to Ukraine. They claim that they don't give it to Ukraine. And uh, Americans, you know, Americans are feeding their information to Russians for that reason, so that that never actually happens. No crossover happens. As soon as that balloon reached uh, U.S. airspace, they were already in back and forth communication with the Chinese government, which is why I'm saying it's like a little bit more aggressive, like the media's more aggressive approach to the story is, is the unusual part of it. Yeah. The fact that there was like a surveillance balloon or a meteorologist, uh, you know, like a weather balloon, uh, crossing over uh, into our airfield is not that unique. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. Maybe it's just the nature of a balloon. It's so whimsical. I agree. <laughs> but like when I also it's a, weighed, it's a little guy, <laughs> like a little guy, he's up there. When I also weighed against the fact that everybody in the conversation has nuclear missiles, and if they actually wanted to buck static, we'd all be dead already. I just don't give a fuck. I just don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, but okay. Moving on. Did what? you know? Did yeah. you know they used to use balloons in World War II? Yes. To, Japan to drop. Yeah, bombs. Japan used to firebomb uh, U.S. civilian territories with balloons. Three, yep. And uh, that was actually a very serious thing at the time because they were like, "What the fuck? What a do we do about this?" What the Pacific yes. Seaboard? Right? So six people died. Six yep. civilians were killed right. in a firebomb attack. That was the most successful one, and the government actually covered it up at the time because they did not want to create uh, additional sense yeah additional panic and a, and a sense of isn't it uh, funny insecurity. how things have changed so much where it used to be yo let's protect our citizens and have them continue to live the way of life that they are used to so they can continue to be you know efficient c civilians to now mongering is the is the way well because let's let's, let's well, drive one further is, one fear. is the government and one is a uh, the know, media yeah, yeah, yeah for sure you're right. well uh, also no 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 the media is in unison with the government on this one i think the warmongering comes from the military industrial complex in general but the reason why we do that now is because we are more safe here in the continental united states than ever before and the reason for that is because one was world war ii where the united states was like you know an a, a, a powerful industrial force okay but post-world war ii especially after hiroshima and nagasaki that's it that and all of the efforts that the united states engaged in in the years to come against the ussr basically solidified that this was america's world you know what i mean and that's and precisely for and rocky four so <laughs> for that reason for that reason like the warmongering is to just generate more weapons. Like, there's, they fucking do. Come on. We have like $800 gorillion in our fucking defense spending. You think we're fucking a balloon is not going to. A lot of money. Yeah. You think, a, you think a fucking balloon is going to be like a serious issue? Dude, you look kind of like a gorilla, dude. Yeah. You're a, you're a big fucking dude. Bro. That's true. You're a now, big, this is a topic I can do. You're a. So, so, like, I've never really gotten a chance to, like, size. You're always sitting. You're always sitting down, like, yeah, constantly. that's true. And I knew you were a big dude. Like, I, I knew that, right? But, like, you're a big dude. And people, I, people, don't, people don't see that until they see me in person. Because, like, I get this all the time when I'm meeting with fans. They're like, holy shit, you're so tall. I'm like, motherfucker, I t you know I'm 6'4", you know what I mean? But people don't really, like, grasp yeah. it until I they get, see it. I get it by proxy because I'm always next to them. And then people see me and they're like, I thought you were like 5'5", five, five, dog. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, no. What's that's... your weight right now? 230? Right now? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm 250 pounds flat right now. I'm trying to get down to 230. When I was 230, I had a six-pack. Would, you, would you ever to. fight? 
No. You you could pull, dude. If you if because you, you work out too, right? Yeah, you're pretty active. I yeah, I I I like, and I even like fight training every now and then. Like I'll do like cardio shit. Um, I enjoy it. Here, this is somewhere for you. Here, try to get out of the habit of chewing gum on podcasts. It's so no, I mean, it's I so anti. Like I do it nonstop, brother. Don't worry about it. Um, but uh, I I just I hate fighting. I hate fighting so much. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I, yeah, I'm not into it either. I'm just. I, I like. I like watching it, and I, <laughs> you know, like I'm. I'm. I'm into this new like stuff. I think it's cool. I think it gave. Uh, I think it gave Jake Paul uh, like a real purpose and direction. I think there's a lot of people who are doing that along with something else. Other yeah. than other than trying to be better than his brother. Yeah, there's definitely. Uh, there's definitely <laughs> a, con- hey, a, a competition. There I gotta for sure. give it to Logan, man. I love wrestling. That shit with him and Ricochet, ten out of ten. Bro, Eleven out of ten. Bro, listen, he he is a. He did is you a, see that clip? I did. I I actually talked about this. I was going to bring this up. Bro. He's a world class athlete. He like, is so. He, he is mean, really good at that. Listen, there is a certain specialized kinesthetic edu- like intelligence that comes with being a wrestler, right? Not like a not like a collegiate wrestler, like a WWE wrestler. Where it's not just doing super athletic films, it's like selling facial expressions and like the soap opera within these like really athletic moves. And him with uh, Austin was incredible. The buckshot was fucking amazing. Yep. And now that moment with Ricochet, that's like an all time moment. It was unreal. What I've come to realize with his involvement is that if he's in an event, he's going to create the showcase moment of that event. So yep. like I saw that for the first time in Saudi at crown jewel. I mean that, that jump off the top rope through the table yeah. was insane. Like, I don't know. It's like, it, it's like, it's almost like there's like a different class of, we all kind of exist in like different lanes and niches. You, you crush the podcast and open format streaming and like talking about, a, you know, varying, varying topics. The idea of getting in, in front of 60,000 people with some of the greatest wrestlers of all time yeah. and being able to do what you just did, thread a storyline with athleticism and showmanship is, uh, is a completely different lane. Like, he, he, really, he really is incredible at what he does. Yeah. I know, which is why it's fucking mind-boggling to me when he fucks up still, when I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? Just focus on shit that you're good at that people will, like, celebrate you for because he has an opportunity Obviously, when you're that famous, especially when you're mired with controversy leading up to that moment, you're going to have a lot of haters. I have a lot of fucking haters. You know what I mean? I can't change their minds no matter what. But um, ultimately, you just got to keep your head down and make good content and be an entertaining person. And that's such a great avenue for him. So whenever other shit happens, like, you know, obviously Crypto Zoo and whatever, I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, how are you... How are you doing this? You I think know that's what the I mean? goal. I think that's the goal now. Like I, I think I think when that was all strategized and put together, it was pre a yeah. lot of the stuff that you're seeing him do now, which was like when I saw some of those videos which or, or tweets which were like, yo, you've got prime, you've got this, you've got that going on. I think yeah. when that when that was put together, it was probably two, three years ago when they started talking about it. Got and that it. was prior to a lot of that stuff, you know, and he was still looking for a lane of of new enterprise and and you know Web three and crypto and NFT was all heating up, and it seemed like a time to get to continue to get involved in that space. And I, you know, like I've never been a crypto guy. I've always from the jump been like, this shit's a scam. You're, you're Don't fucking bird, do though. it. You're a rare bird, though. 
to be honest, listen, let me put it this way. On a what podcast, happened to our crypt, though? If someone brought up, <laughs> I still have it. Wait, what is it at now? How much money? Get? What'd you guys get? No, no, no we, we got paid in crypto for... Bro, I, I have not I checked did the homie. I did the homie hookup for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have and not we, checked this. And we participated in, in some fucking cash app thing. Okay. But did you yeah, get the Uno tournament? And we like got to a certain level, or I think they gave us like an appearance fee or something in crypto. I want to know what it is because I was like, I don't give a fuck. Just was give it, it to Eve? Will. Was it Eve? It's coming. It's coming back. I, it's coming back. I mean, I, I don't know where it goes. I don't, I'm not, you know. Let's look. This is going to be fun. It says zero dollars, homie. What <laughs> no, the fuck? No, 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 no. That's the cash balance. <laughs> oh, isn't that it? There. Bro, that's halved. Yeah. Wait, what was our payment? We, we got paid. We got paid like 10 grand total, I think. Yeah. Or wait, was it 10 grand each? No, I think it was like ten grand total. Yeah, it was like it was like ten and grand at, total, and I was like, just like give it to Will right now. No, it, it is half. Yeah, he probably paid us at like fifty. The only time I've ever I have a funny story. The only time I've ever made money on anything because crypto. Me, I'm the guy that always buys at the top. Like I'm right. that guy. I suck. I'm last to the party. <laughs> I'm like, yo, <laughs> Bitcoin's at forty eight thousand. It's going to a, a yeah, million. I gotta put everything into this. Yeah. I'm just that guy. Yeah, and so I've lost. Tremendous amounts of money investing in ETH and, and shit. I suck. I suck at, at that type of shit. But at least you know, so you shouldn't do that. Correct. You know I mean? Now I try to do traditional investments with people that can handle my money and do it for me, right? But the only time I ever made money on crypto, I had this uh, streak of getting my Venmo hacked. And, you know, like for whatever reason, I, I had every security protocol locked into my Venmo. I had dual fact, two factor, everything. And I, right. I was calling them constantly. Why does this keep happening? And uh, I, I went and I checked my account one day and I realized that someone had purchased $2,500 worth of Bitcoin with my connected traditional bank account. A, a hacker had gone in it? and purchased Bitcoin in my Venmo with my account. Now, right after he did that, like literally like a couple weeks after that, Venmo rolled in this new requirement that you have to upload your social security number and, right. and tax info to sell crypto. So he couldn't then offload the crypto. So I froze my account and got access back to it about three months later and Bitcoin had doubled in price. So when I no. sold the Bitcoin that the hacker purchased, I, I doubled Let's go. my hacked money. And that's actually awesome. turned a profit. So the only the that's the only time you're making money. Ever, that's bro. awesome. Ever. That's Everything great. Else is just an L's, bro. Just yeah, L's. just don't 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 do it. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of people who like think that they're gonna do it. The only people that end up doing it are usually the ones who are doing the rug pulling, and then sometimes you even get pulled yourself when you're trying to fucking you know well, put I, a scheme together. I think there's also an element of like the scratch lotto ticket. To crypto too, a hundred percent. I think there's something like whimsical. Yeah, it's gambling. It. Yeah, it's yeah, it's gambling. It, it definitely, it definitely feels like. But, that. but so was the stock market. At least there's like a, a little bit more fundamentals and um, data. Yeah, like w with the stock market, like there is a, a level of predictability um, that I would put like maybe around the same vein as like sports betting. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and there's and there's a rule book, right? Like that, like yeah. like we're. We're all just kind of like watching this space where anything can happen. Like the, the the crypto space, they're starting to obviously roll some sort of like rules and regs into it. But for the most part, it's this like wild west like yeah. finance area where like you see these these people in you know other countries. They're like, oh, 
six billion dollars just disappeared and we don't know where the guys are like what was it those two brothers bro el salvador like el salvador changed his entire national currency to cryptocurrency like it's the most <laughs> and also at the top yeah also at the top most bro. idiotic thing you could do as a fucking nation dude like oh, holy man. fuck Buying a home in El Salvador, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Dude, he was so bullish. He was yeah, like, dude, he's Bitcoin's the Yeah, no, he's a diamond hands, baby. <laughs> no, no, no fucking, yeah. no fudders, no fear and uncertainty he was doubters. R slash Wall Street bats. Like, they yeah. don't love this. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's just it's so devastating. Imagine you can't do anything. You're just in, in El Salvador, and then your fucking government just does that. You're like, okay, well, I'm fucked now. See, that's Leo's the thing. Leo. Like, you see this kind of stuff happen. I think there's, there's some been some really strange stuff going on in Lebanon over the past few years with their with their currency situation. I think they just took like a night what a ninety percent devalue on on Oof. yeah what was on conversion rate or something yeah. like that over the past week. And their banks have no money and people can't pull money Frozen out of their banks. Of yeah, all, you know, private and personal. People are like banks. robbing banks to get their money out. It's wild to pay for like cancer surgery and Venezuela, shit. Venezuela, Turkish inflation. Like obviously, yeah. I spent a little bit of time in in Istanbul when I got my. <laughs> What, my what hair you? done <laughs> I was gonna ask you about that Listen bro yes. It's Grammy weekend alright dude I can't good. talk about this stuff Oh dude, my this god This city's taking my soul bro no, So you uh, got you got a hair transplant Yeah I did in Turkey, yeah? Yeah. What, How bad was it before uh, Was your shit not, fucked not, up Not terrible but it was it was the the you know I'm I'm 38 years old. Mm -hmm. I was starting to get thin. I wouldn't say bald. oh in the back you were crowning in, in the back cr crowning exactly. Oh, and, I had, and I was a little getting a little brother bank style as well. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could say that. <laughs> I guess you could say that. Yeah. And I was I was I was dude I was rocking a lot of hats. Yeah. And and also just like you know trying to figure out like all these like temporary solves. We're front receders ourselves me and him i mean dude like honestly i just don't I, I don't know i don't do a lot of the the la stuff i've never done botox i've never done any of that kind of stuff i, I have done some botox I, you did yeah where'd you get botox for forehead or forehead you did yeah, wait yeah. move your move your eyes well you can move it still yeah, a little bit when was, the last time? when was the last time you did and, and, and but once like like uh two months ago I didn't fucking. It looks know good. That. It looks good. And I'm not. And there's no. There's nothing wrong. I, I just haven't done that yet. I've done some PRP where they where they insert your platelet-rich plasma back into your face, That's like all kinds of weird stuff. But PRP I've never done any of this shit, shit bro. Well, I you literally don't have to. You're a, a, a bronzed god, bro. Like, I fucking. I use. Think about the common man. I literally use fucking. I use <laughs> body wash on my face my whole life until like recently. Right. Right. And. But it, but I feel like there's wear and tear. You know what I mean? I gotta fix this shit up. You are we'll wearing start to, a, one of those like star face pimple patches right now, though. I, that is not even a fucking pimple. I literally I have an obsessive skin picking. It's like a thing that I do. That's why I bite my nails all the fucking time in my yeah. cuticles. I, I thought there was your thumbs. Yeah, you my have thumbs the most are horrific. That's thumbs not that bad. Look at my thumbs. Are they that bad? They're just like uh, kind of <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> it looks like a boulder or something. And, and it's like, like kind of fucked up, but it's not like that bad. What do you what? what they're very angled, dude. You have like a very, you have like a very like what? rough exterior. You're very, you're very like a um. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't really know how to put it, dude. You Hassan, look like it, a, it looks like you've been burned. <laughs> what? You it like looks, almost it could be looks like, like, like you like grabbed a cauldron by putting your thumbs inside the hot. Pot. I think my my hands are like definitely busted from both working out and also like beating the shit out of no, my the rest cuticles. Of your fingers look okay. Your thumbs are just. What is that? What is that a result? Hold on, I want. I want to do this hair thing, but I also want to learn why you're picking your face. I, okay. He does this. 
I just I pick my. Is he an, is that OCD like an OCD or anxiety? I, thing I, or? I guess it's like a symptom, but I think it's a it could be either like I have ADHD, so instead of fidgeting, that like probably grounds me. I rarely ever feel anxiety. Like I, I, I rarely, rarely ever feel anxiety. anxiety, and I think part of that is because I'm just fucking constantly picking at my shit. So it so just levels me. Okay, yeah. So, so I'm like, fuck it. it yeah. It's no, like literally. Like I was thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, this shit works. So who cares? You should brand that somehow. Like you yeah. don't need Lexapro. You need to eat no, your hands. I would not say that. I would not say that. But so, wait. But yeah. so, so okay. So I'm so I'm in Europe and like was doing something unrelated. And David, my my videographer, had put me onto this idea, and he was like, dude, he. I don't know if I want to throw him under the bus because he was like trying to like not. He wanted a little bit himself, right? Like he yeah. had like a very small area, and right? he may or may not have got it. And, correct, that's fine. And he like hinted at me. He's, he's like, "There's this place, Smile Hair Clinic in in Istanbul, right?" And also, I really wanted to go to Istanbul. I love baklava, dude. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's the best, and, dude. It's so good, and and I love how the Turks and the Greeks like. Yeah, argue I, I went for about equal parts of the it. dessert and the, <laughs> yeah. and the exhaustive yeah. hair surgery. Yes, they were exactly. both check marks on our list. Exactly. So so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll explore this idea. And uh, I got in touch with these people, and I was like, looking into this system that costs thirty upwards of thirty thousand dollars in the United in, States. Oh yeah, too. I was gonna say in Turkey it's not. So yeah. so so like in the United States they charge you by Follicle. graft. So <laughs> how many grafts are you gonna have removed from what's called the donor area? I'm giving everyone kind of like a, a little bit of color to this to this exercise. They have two different ways of doing it. They can remove an entire strip of flesh from the back of your head and then and then remove hairs from that or they could do this individualized removal of follicles right mm. and so if you want to have four thousand follicles removed from the back of your head and implanted in the top uh um, of your crown or in the front of your head take a strip four thousand times seven dollars per graft is twenty eight thousand dollars which prices out just about anybody who wants to have a surgery that can really help you with your self-esteem your confidence everything yeah like, it's not fun to have to worry about that. It's just not, dude. It's a yeah. it's a major male yeah. uh, issue and something that really messes with your with your esteem your your self esteem. Yeah. Um. And so I, I looked at the pricing there, and they have this flat fee of like two grand or like twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> like they're yeah. like they're like, uh, you know, well if you come in and it's and they're like using like uh, Google <laughs> Translate to talk yeah. to me, and they're like, well if you come in and you need eighteen hundred graphs, I'm like, yeah, how much would that be? They're like two thousand. I'm like. I'm like, what if I need 5,000 graphs? You're like, 2,000. Like, it just doesn't yeah. change. Yeah. So it's I like went a there. Jiffy Lube. You go in there. Bro, that shit, coffee. medical tourism is huge in Turkey. Like, they got some good doctors, too. Uh, it's so funny because, like, the, the return flight from Istanbul is, like, motherfuckers all patched I up. I was that yeah. guy. Yeah. So, luckily for me, they took, not luckily, I guess it doesn't matter, but I, they, like, took mine off. So, I was, like, I was out in Istanbul exploring um, uh, Toxin Square. Yeah. The first day. By the way, uh, it's like Times Square, basically. uh, Great country, great people, great food. Um, It's a shame to see what's happening with the with the economy there because it's you know it's another one of those situations kind of out of the population's control, obviously. Yeah. Um, But it but it but ironically has led to a lot of opportunities for that type of tourism because they really need money. And those infusions of, of tourists of tourism capital is really important to them. They're making, a, they're, they're doing a lot. Tourism of, has always been a huge, huge industry in Turkey, medical tourism even, but it's especially larger now. Um, you're right. 
because of promotion of yeah, United but there's States there's also internet creators. Yeah, well, <laughs> that for sure. It's become like a meta. It's like a meme. You know, I love yeah. that. It's so funny. It's all over TikTok. But it's just also, funny because like every Turkish person is also still bald. Like they're not doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's actually date because is that like a um, inherent like trait of that of that region? I don't I, know. I, I did notice that. I'm, <laughs> like I, even like even like yeah, some of no. the even some of the the surgeons who like did the surgery. I'm like, yeah, why don't you just time. simply do it to yourself? Yeah, or like, just like else. yeah, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? But actually, tourism is um is a major topic of discussion in in that greater region right now. You're uh, we've been spending a lot of time in in Riyadh and in uh, Doha and cities like that. As you continue to watch these oil rich uh, countries, um, kind of start to have this like come to Jesus? Well, I guess it would be come to Allah of what they're gonna of what they're gonna do like post oil reserve. You well, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, like, they're 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 both trying to diversify. They're yeah. both trying to diversify while simultaneously, uh, I think it's it's a bit of both. It's not just like they're trying to diversify their portfolio, but it's also like a lot of the stuff like you know WWF or WWE, WWE yeah, yeah. being bought by the Saudi government, like. That is uh, called sports washing, where they're basically trying to, well, they're basically trying to make it uh, more. They're trying to do PR. They're trying to make yeah, themselves. How could the Saudi government be bad? They do wrestling, right? So I hear, I hear what you guys are saying, but I, but I, I guess my question is to you: Every country does. Is, does that end up? Does that end up in a way reverse engineering? the way that the government acts because when you start to have people like Ronaldo there and when you start to have people like Logan Paul or whoever else there, do you think that that creates a necessity for those governments to then kind of not engage in practices that they, they have in the past? They will, like, does, it, it, does it go like this to a point where eventually there is some sort of westernization or modernization of, of things that you don't those, want to... Are those athletes going to hold the government accountable? No, like the, he's the, saying like, he's saying the more Western consumers come to Saudi Arabia, the more Saudi Arabia is going to have to like unwind their well, it's a question. I'm asking. Right. Yeah, I don't think it's going it, to it's it's more dependent on what like America bullies Saudi Arabia into doing. But in America is not interested in bullying Saudi Arabia in any capacity. No, for whatsoever. sure. But you look at countries like Dubai, right, where like there there probably was some semblance of similar practices or or a pass of similar practices which you don't see at all anymore you have alcohol you've got freedom of expression you've got freedom of sexuality to, for for the most part i think if you're if you're a national it's still bad but it's oh shit it, it, but it's especially you worse scared me. <laughs> but it's especially bad if you're uh how are you good nice Hi. to meet you good to meet you um, yeah, Saudi we wanted Arabia. to. We you wanted guys are to talk about Saudi Arabia. Yeah. We wanted to ambush you. We wanted to ambush you with a woman. Yeah, Mike came in really political. Girl, sorry, I did not yeah. expect that. Again, I'm like sorry. That. I'm sorry. We it, we were talking. We about can this save this for the story. fucking stream, dog. You can talk about all the pockets well, on stream. I would rather do the pre-record. Oh on the yeah, because you don't want to. Because you know, stuff, we can maybe edit. talk about like burger rating. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, yeah. You, know? you you want you want lighter stuff on stream. I get it. I see what it is. Um. But yeah, cutie Cinderella, Hello, cutie sorry, Cinderella I'm Mike. Late. It's Thanks my thing. Yeah, she lives. She lives in in San the Diego. state of Nevada. <laughs> Do you? Live, oh, are you in San Diego? Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. She so drives like three and a half hours to get here. 
So anything for Hassan. I interrupted Grammy's weekend for Yeah. This fucking guy, bro. What are you? What are you supposed to be partying with like Diplo right now? What the fuck's going on? I'm kidding. You just made it into a thing that it wasn't supposed to be. Okay. All right. What are you doing tonight? You're going to some parties no, tonight? No, Sunday. I'm done, dude. Like, I, I leave, so lie. we leave for Australia on uh, on Tuesday. Yeah, what are you guys doing in Australia? For, 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 uh, are you them taking cool trips? Yeah, okay. Why? Well, okay. You, you know leaves. what's funny? Okay. You never leave. This is a, this is a good. Fun opportunity for yeah. me to mention some stuff about oh, the history sponsor? and the inception. No. no, the history and the inception of this podcast. Originally, oh, it's these um, two. They're like husband and wife. Originally, <laughs> I started this podcast way, way long ago, a yep. long time ago, with the hopes that like how impulsive what, what impulsive has been for you. Right. Yep. I thought this podcast would be for Will. Yeah. And then we even worked. Work. We even worked with Cast. Which was yeah. the network that you guys yeah, were working with? We signed a bangerang contract, and our contract there. was dog shit. We didn't like it. <laughs> we left it. We did it now. Hey, we we're how doing much it money now. Did we make for that year of podcasting? We did two shoes. Two shoes. No, was it six Was it six grand total? I think for all the fucking three each for a year. Yeah, and then and then you know Rothies. Anyway. All, My dad still wears those shoes. Though. Yeah. All yeah. jokes aside, though, like I thought, you know, this would be your you know hey big mike moment thing but then the podcast did not pop off and then you uh did your own thing regardless yeah. but that's why that's why originally i started it because i wanted like uh, will to have there's like, no way that's why you didn't start no, a podcast no, simply as a, a springboard is that a lie another human dude. it was one of his intentions <laughs> that's very really? thoughtful one and, that's really nice. and i felt miserably but like it's funny that you just like admit it yeah one million percent one million percent. But, but what? Because you you like already had your lane and you didn't need like an additional kind of <laughs> yeah. effect. Yeah. But do you love doing it? Because I gotta say this, I dude, like, like doing one of the podcast, one yeah. of the things about impulsive is like there's a there's kind of a thing that makes every podcast. Some podcasts have like really great guests, some podcasts have like really great political conversation, like Crowder Not or this something one. like that. We don't do podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but like everybody has their thing. Our thing has always been uh, friendship and, and camaraderie between the people that that exists on it, yeah. and so like, as of lately, when you see that friendship threatened because of the conversation that exists on the podcast, it's extremely. It has potential like detriment to the brand that we've created. Have you, know you guys been saying? fighting? There's been a little fighting? bit of like, Damn. Damn. the crypto just stuff. The crypto just stuff was like uh, one, and then the the Christianity stuff, right? Right. right. Which like I don't even think that all was was all that like bad you know it was uh i think think, it got blown out of proportion i I think so too i think when you start to see like a snowball effect of someone having like a bad not the crypto zoo thing i'm not saying that but the christianity thing and like the the animal sanctuary thing were like two instances where i feel like people are just like ready to fucking eat logan paul alive which is understandable you know yeah so that's why they were like coming after (laughs) him aggro um second thing i'll say this is like unrelated but like we've been in similar scenes and stuff. We have like mutual friends and whatnot. But I always thought you were a fucking douchebag, and I never approached okay, you. What do I do? Wait. What do I do about that? Because, but I think because people think honestly, that about me too. No, not even. No, okay, but not even just like me and you. I, I I've been struggling with this uh-huh. recently. As someone who, as someone who sits on podcasts for hours monthly yeah. and literally just. Gives a a, a, no, a semi decent representation of who I am as a person. Yeah. You're too bro-y. I, I, I used to. Stri- I don't. Okay, but <laughs> maybe, I like that. Maybe, maybe but, but I'm the same way. No, but maybe you're right about that. But but the one thing I never want 
to to have mistaken, and I hope that like this comes across. And we've we've had pretty, yeah, you know, intimate. The first time we about sat down, we had a great talk, right? Uh, for those of, I guess we'll, we'll just put this on the record. I met him because we were doing Scuff Pod, and Train. for those of you who have ever watched the the Scuff Pod, which doesn't really exist anymore, you would sit in a waiting room for like hours. Yeah, it was miserable. Because Train would be <laughs> like, "We're going live at 11. Yeah. and then it would be like twelve thirty, and you'd be sitting there playing a video game, like holy, or fuck, yelling man. about yeah. something. What is going on? And then he would finally go live. So we sat together in a waiting room for like probably over an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just talk yeah. about a lot of stuff. And, yeah, yeah. and honestly, like, I just, I, I sometimes struggle with this, like, misrepresentation of myself. And I think that, like, especially in the, the culture of TikTok and the culture of, like, missing context, even some of the clips that we produce from our channels, I, I, I sometimes look at and I'm like, dude, this is unfair, bro. Like, this sucks. Like, <laughs> I'll make a joke about, uh, you know, like, my relationship with my ex. And some, and they'll cut out the part where it was, I say, oh, that was, well, that was in the PDF. Cause like they'll like, maybe it was fed to me. They'll cut that part out. And they're like, why is he always still talking about yeah. that? Like, Can I, it, context is really removed from a lot of situations on the internet. And I feel like sometimes I get this misrepresentation being someone who, when you do meet in person, the response is always the same. Like, yo, his energy is really good. Like he's not. I, I don't know. Am I misrepresenting myself? No, I'll answer part of that. Listen, when you are branded as someone's friend, you're expected to like have <laughs> all the same. Yeah. You're expected to have. <laughs> no, like, no, I didn't mean you guys. <laughs> oh, sorry. We do. We, 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 we Marsh, cut that out. We didn't. I thought we were leaking. Um, no, but like, honestly, it's, it's amazing when a lot of people meet me, they'll like, <laughs> try and chop up like socialist theory with me and I'm like nah dog that's like that's my friend and I think for a general audience parasocial audience it's really hard to separate two right, different personalities right, right. so honestly I think you're probably carrying around a, a lot of Logan's baggage right. people well, are putting that on yeah. like, oh, like, then, uh, like, well doesn't he know it he's like <laughs> oh yeah it sucks when you're you know when your fucking best friend is a firebrand wait wait what's it called and you get what's it called, shit like? on a lot for no reason yeah. that's not even that doesn't happen to you everybody loves you what's the like sin of your father called like generational trauma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like carrying around this baggage. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that was definitely like, a hey, role. Like, how was Japan? Yeah, you're I'm like, like dude, I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, no, that <laughs> that actually played a role in it too. That was like your, you know, your proximity to Logan Paul. Um, but then the thing that changed my mind about it was like your friendship with Jeff. Because I love Jeff. I think he's a really nice oh, guy. Jeff um, and you know, we've had him on the pod a couple times as well. So audience knows him. And uh, I think like seeing you guys' friendship, that was when I was like, you know, maybe this, this Mike guy ain't too bad. It also depends on like what people's and 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 on Jeff quickly. I love that kid, dude. Like yeah. he he he. No, he, fuck that he, guy. He, he, he fuck my hair I, up, dude. <laughs> fuck it. That. I saw that. It's my fault. I let a blind man cut my hair. There's not. There's not a lot yeah, of the people. James Marco cut was better, deadass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his his surgery didn't work, dude. That la I know. It's it's actually sucks. The last I, I don't know if like I'm supposed to put this out there. Wait, the what? Last, really? Yeah, the last they're 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 a lot of them are are very experimental, bro. Like they're they're not sure shot. What do you surgery. mean it didn't like if work? They don't like you know the idea of something not taking. Like it yeah. didn't, it didn't take, but so it didn't blind him. No, 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 it, no, no, no. It I think that's what he was worse, worried about. Yeah, I think no, yeah, he it, was worried it, about like being fully blind. So when you said that, I was like, what the? It's fuck? just really it's just really tough to like watch. Obviously, yeah. like the whole situation. But but going back, he. There's not many people in this space that I relate to tremendously. And going even a, a step back, 
a lot of times it depends on how willing people are to really dive into who you actually are as a person. Yeah. And I think nowadays people are extremely lazy. They'll watch a couple TikToks. Maybe they'll dive into one of my vlogs. And I will say this too. I've been semi-irresponsible in terms of how I pre present myself on my own channel. So I'll put that out there. But I wrote a, a, a best-selling book called The Fifth Vital about the opiate epidemic and my experience with heroin addiction. And that that's book a, is, another thing I wanted to talk to you about. has sold 300,000 copies. Wow, it that's is amazing. It is a USA Today bestseller. It is one of the highest ranked books on, on Audible and Amazon. It's got over 5,000 five-star ratings. And I, when I meet people that know me through The Fifth Vital, it's a dramatically different conversation than yeah. it is for someone who's seen me on the podcast talking about wrestling and 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 crypto, whatever the fuck, or, or, <laughs> or the night shift, you know? And so... My yeah. big job right now and the and the the real onus for, for twenty twenty three and moving forward for me is being a little bit more responsible to the brand that I'm trying to create for for a longevity and for long term and like not relying as much on the things that I think we all fall into the habit of relying on from time to time. And and you know, I've 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 loved all the time that I've spent with with you know, the girls that are in the vlogs and, and the food and, and the stuff that I do. And the food is another thing that I'm huge on. And we can talk about that later I as well. I love food. But, but, but <laughs> my, my, my potential and, and the ability that I have to create actual change and, and continue on the change that I've actually made already is something that is a responsibility that I need to really take accountability for. You're not so. cold turkey, are you? Uh, no, I don't know what you mean by that. Like, like how did I uh, get clean? Do you, do you, no, no, I meant not with like opiates. I meant alcohol. Do you too. like sandwiches? So, okay. So, so <laughs> this is a, this is a conversation that is, is actually really hard for me to have, dude. And, and I, I don't want to have it. We don't have, no, to. no, no. I, the thing about me and, and something that I pride myself on is transparency. I, 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 on, I'm, I'm fully transparent about anything. I put, I put everything out there. There's not, I don't put stuff. Same. It's a bad books. idea. Don't do yeah. it. I'm I am sure the same way though. Worse. Go ahead. I have I have been clean from opiates and oh, and all drugs mm -hmm. since 2010. I got clean on June 23rd, 2010, and that includes anything at or anything, right? Like completely clean. Wicked. And you know, um, I it, it wrote about this in my book, so it's really I'm not putting anything else out there. But I have had my ons and offs with the California sober lifestyle, which is basically like okay, I can have a casual drink here and there. Um, I am, I, I do not condone that as a, as a, you know, belief set for someone who is in active recovery, especially someone in early active recovery to, oh, yeah. even, to even attempt something like that. I mean, I was, I was clean and sober for years before I had a drink. Um, and, and so it depends on when you ask me, I mean, if you ask me in 2020, I was sober for the entire year. If you ask me on any given month, I could be sober for that entire month. Ask you on Grammy's weekend, you're like, maybe you know, I am, maybe I'm not. Lit up you know, a but bit. it's 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 uh it's another um struggle that I have to deal with as someone who really would like to be a representation of what it looks like to escape an underworld that a lot of people don't know exists, which is a terrible, terrible place and a terrible environment in this country. We have a severe, severe, severe problem. And the, the, the one thing about it is I've always been comfortable in my skin saying that I'm, I'm unfortunately slash fortunately not the perfect representation of, uh, I, and, and, and I, I just, just a, a last thought on it. I believe that's actually a power for me. I believe yeah. that people in recovery or, or that are looking into, at getting into recovery are sick of gurus. They're sick of doctors. They're yeah. sick of perfect examples of, 
I'm at a meeting every day. My life is this. I do this, 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 and this because life is unpredictable. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, I, I, I'm not a believer of, of, of any kind of one size fits all approach to, to recovery. And so well, that's, that's kind of where I am. I, I agree with that. As someone who had a brother who deeply struggled with addiction, I think the word perfect, like perfect recovery is such a weird oxymoron, right? Yep. Because there, I think there's no perfect situation there. Like obviously you're living with some kind of trauma or something that is imperfect. And so however you're going to make that work and make yourself function and be the best version of you, that's your perfect Correct. scenario. Correct. I think you are so defensive about this, obviously, because you don't want to influence choices in other former addicts where they go have a drink and then fall off the wagon and then yeah. you're, you feel responsible for 100%. That. And, and I, I'm just making that clear. Everybody's going to have their own journey and I think everybody, like, no one can put their journey on anybody else. It, it, you're, that's exactly right. And and honestly, the, the the struggles that I continue to have are, are or, you know, ons and off periods, whatever you want to call it, are generally me continuing to try to work through trauma. Yeah. And I, I have a, a tremendous, tremendous amount of experience with trauma and, yeah. and ICUs and dead friends and a anything you can imagine under the sun. I've been cut open a thousand times. I have severe, severe chronic injuries and issues, you know, everything under the sun. And I've seen terrible fucking things. And a lot of it, even before that, a lot of people start using drugs or abusing substances as an escape from something that they're dealing with even from their childhood. And there yeah. was a moment in, uh, in euphoria, which I, which I love as a show. I sure. really, really love that show where, um, uh, why am I drawing a fucking blank on, on uh, Zendaya. Zendaya's uh, name on the show? Uh, what do I think? It's Rue. Ro, 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 sorry, Rue. No, I think you're right. Ro, I'm sorry. Grammy's weekend, man. No, Rue. <laughs> where Rue has this, um, has this like uh, epiphany about the first time where she used opiates, and she was like, "It was the first time in my life where I finally felt safe in my in my mind." Hmm. And I related to that moment so much of this idea of all of that struggle with self-worth and, and anxiety and, and depression and all of that stuff that you carry with you, um, feeling like, okay, now I found an escape only to then find out that, that it was everything but that. Just and it trap. was going to lead yeah. into, into the worst, you know, 10 years of my entire life on this planet. So, um, yeah. it's, you know, listen, it's just, it's all of us are on this journey together. We're all just continuing to explore and do the best that we can. And, and so I'm, I'm trying to be as responsible as I can with the storytelling, but, but more than anything, just continue to tell that story because it has been really beneficial. Yeah. I mean, it's really interesting for me because I had a, I had a brother that was a big time addict and never really let our family know. And my anti-drug was, I remember he was missing for like two, three years, basically showed up out of nowhere and then sat me down when I was probably 14 or 15 years old and gave me like a history of everything that he had been doing. And it was like traumatic just to hear, cause he's like, you can never tell dad any of this stuff. And just like all of, he passed away at the beginning of COVID. My, my brother did, but like getting this like history and like graphic detail of like just awful situations like that lives in my head. And you just see the power that opiates have over a person it's it's it, there's nothing really like it no. you know i mean there's there's a lot of uh, you know drugs and a lot of different addictions but it's it's i would know when he was using you know what I mean? oh no like, it's, it's even so just apparent. on the phone uh, on, yeah. when like even when he was like off of it or like he would call me in a normal state 
I could just tell by the way he was framing things, I would be like, oh, he's For me, it's he's instantaneous. Yeah. I can, I mean, you can sit me in front of anybody. I can tell you exactly what drugs are on. I was, yeah. I was in that world. I mean, there, this, this world that exists, and, and back to Jeff, and another reason why I do relate to him, because he's another person that has seen that, that side of this yeah. world. Mm-hmm. I think like this, a lot of times, and this is not a, a dig at anyone, but the, the creator set generally tends to be like a pretty... It's well, not, they're it's young not kids that, who make yes. million they're, dollars. They're sheltered. They, they don't even. Shop. They don't. Uh, oftentimes, they don't come from a background where they like fully formed like identities uh, through normal struggles that every random individual has in their day to day, and they just go from like being some random dude that doesn't have a lot of friends to just becoming this like super famous person. So their identity is almost and then, built. Yeah. Yeah, and then every single interaction that they have after that. It's always going to be because they are who they are and what they bring to the table is going to be like their fame and fortune. So you can't, in my opinion, you can't make like, um, you can't shape your identity around that. And I think they're, and I think the biggest thing that, um, and they don't struggle. Like you said, the the biggest loss for an identity that is simply rooted in, you know, child stardom or, or this, this bubble mm-hmm. that we, you know, play in is, is empathy. And yeah. it's, and it yeah. is something yeah. that I, it is something that I, <laughs> Oh my God, dude, it drives me crazy, bro. I, 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 I feel so deeply when I see people hurting, dude, like, because I know so intimately what it feels like to be at the end yeah. I lived there for so long, bro, to to a point where I was sure that I was that this was what my life was. There was no future. There, it was just this is how my life went. This yeah. is how I how I lived. And you know, I, I my mom sat by the phone every night waiting for the call, like yo, your son o- overdosed or was shot to death in a, in a deal gone wrong. Like that was my life. And so when I see these people who are struggling, homelessness, addiction, even the more you know what you would call like rudimentary struggles of like, of like have not, you know, not having a, a strong family structure or support system that it, 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 it hurts me. It actually hurts me yeah. in my fucking heart, dude. Like I feel that shit and you, and, and I'm not asking for that. I'm not asking for that like direct lineage of, of empathy through this like shared extreme struggle, but it's so hard to see these people that are just muted to it. They are so yeah disassociated from any sort of, desire to make someone else feel okay when i know someone's going hurting that stops me in my track dude like i want to help you fix that problem now this is also creating another issue for me because if you go through my dms it it's all day yeah they yeah. send their suicide yeah. notes to me yeah and yeah. it's a lot to deal with bro it's a oh, lot of yeah. pressure to deal i do with. i trust me yeah, i know i'm sure you guys well are we're, we're twitch rumors so that's like you know that <laughs> comes with the it's our job DMs, it's our twitch chats yeah, yeah. dm yeah. and twitch chat yeah this, exactly this they, be, they're out here ruining immaculate friday vibes on a regular basis go on cutie <laughs> this might be a bit of a, a loaded question and yeah. feel free to like Maybe maybe you're not I'll get his ass. Get yeah, his no, 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 no. It's not it's, stab him in the chest uh, right now. It's gonna now. be sad, Hassan. So keep your shit together. No, I I just wonder as a family member of someone going through this, what can you do? Uh, I think like for example, my my mother was addicted to opioids, and we didn't realize for a really long time um, until it was until it was like pretty much too late. Yep. Um, and so I I'm curious, like once you do realize, how do you? What's the best way as an addict for like someone that 
loves you to approach you, if that makes sense. So the question that you're asking right now is like, what would be considered like the million dollar question? Yeah, right? of course. And it's, yeah. and it's, it's, it's unfortunately like very complex because yeah. you've got two schools of thought, right? You've got tough love and you've got coddling, right? And mm -hmm. I, my belief is that the answer probably falls somewhere in between the two, but coddling never worked for me. Yeah, and it wasn't until my probation officer told me uh, after dirty urine, Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., I need you to show up at SCRC Clinic in New Haven, Connecticut, and start a detox program that will then basically lead into rehab. Oh, wow. Or you can come to probation and you will serve out your five-year suspended sentence. Those wow. are your two options. And I said, that urine is wrong. I you <laughs> that's not my wrong piss. That's my brother. She said, she's well, it's addict yeah. mentality. And she said, and she said. You're not hearing me tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Ellen, listen to me. Ellen, stop. Slow down. There's been a lot going on in my home life. I'm, I, okay, I used again. I'm, I'm, I'll fix it. I'll hit 10 a.m. tomorrow. Make a decision. Hung up the phone. Go, Ellen. Ellen Ferrari, <laughs> Milford, Connecticut, probation. Hell yeah. The next day I was at SCRC. Five days puking, shitting, getting wow. off methadone, getting off heroin, getting off crack cocaine. Zan, I was prescribed 90 milligrams of Xanax a month. And 31 days after that, I was at Connecticut Valley Hospital Rehab. I got out and I never used drugs again. Wow. And, and I owe my life to her and, and my family for the support. And that's, and that's honestly, so to answer your question, it's, 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 it's a difficult mm -hmm. answer um, because I think it will be semi-dependent on the person. Yeah. Some people just really need that love. I think me as this rebellious, like, boy, I needed to, to get punched in the face by yeah. re reality. Um, but, but regardless, I think the support needs to be there. Yeah. And I, I think, I think the one thing you see, the recurring theme that you see in this country with both mental illness and addiction is that the people who truly don't get better are the ones that can't find any resource of support. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, it, it, and it, we are in a broken system and I, and the saddest I feel is for these people who are on the streets with no one, yeah. who have served their country, who have who have been civilian, have been good citizens, and have fallen victim to the to this epidemic that is you know pharma sponsored, whatever you want to call it, and now have no one. They have no family. They've been deserted. The system has forgotten about them. I call them the forgotten ones, and they're <sighs> everywhere. And it is it is extremely sad, extremely sad. Yeah. The hardest part for my family and I is like an addict will lie. Lie. Yeah, They'll lie their lie. fucking ass. <laughs> I had a so so my brother Bobby like, unfortunately, my family enabled him in a big way. Oh, and like the big one for him was he said this is like I'm I'm unearthing it, but like he would always say he was fixing his teeth, and he would ask my parents for money to fix oh. his teeth, so they'd give him like twenty grand at a time. Oh wow, yeah yeah yeah. So he got, he had the, he had, he, that was the original rug pull right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said he was working on this crypto called Crypto <laughs> oh, Zoo. God. And he, oh my God. He was the originator. No, he was the um, OG that's zoo, great. dude. But, uh, it's, it's funny. Cause like, just from the other perspective, like as a young kid, you carry this stuff just to everybody there. I'm wearing Invisalign right now. And part of that is because I never asked for my parents to fix my teeth. Oh my God. Because I was so... That was that carried just so much because the other thing is like my parents and I never really talked about it. That of was probably course, the worst thing yeah. we could do, right? Yeah. Is that we wouldn't talk about it. If it was ever like, how's Bobby? It'd be like, oh, you know, when we should have been like, oh yeah, he's on smack. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. but it's so hard 
And I think that's going to be the hardest part for you is like, want to help this person. Oh, my mom's dead. So, well, <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying for anybody who's, who's listening. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Too late my, on that one. My, but. my brother is dead too. Yeah. Like, well, 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 we can yeah. fix them. We two will a, fix them. Two in a row. Okay. Well, got Grammy it. Weekend. <laughs> yeah. Grammy weekend. <laughs> but, but it's also like for anybody dealing with this, it's the question of like, how do I help this person yeah. while still live a, a normal and sustaining life because you're carrying way more yeah, of that yeah. shit around than you think, even if you're a well-adjusted dude, like I'm fucking 33 years old and I'm fixing my teeth now because when I didn't have money, I couldn't be like, Hey mom, dad, I, cause I knew they would be like, are you doing there? Well, but it's, it's it just like as yeah. a, and, and, like maybe we could, I don't know, switch to something more lighthearted. But but as a, <laughs> no, but no, as a, 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 like on a final note of of where you guys are coming at it from, yeah. I I just I the last three pages of the fifth vital, which is so strange for me to have climbed the second mountain that creators have to climb after getting rich. Yeah, before the first mountain, I had no yeah. money when I put the fifth vital out, and yeah. I achieved the impact that I needed to on this planet before wow, I made money. Wow, that's amazing. And so it's been it's been an incredible ride, but the. The last three pages of the book, um, in the last chapter, in the afterthoughts chapter, I had asked the rest of the team that I worked on it with to not touch that chapter. Now, they, sure. they had done a, a certain amount of proofreading, beta reading, yeah. editing, as they would, any you know publishing agency would. And I said, please don't touch the afterthoughts chapter. It's very important to me, very special to me. And the last three pages of the book are letters that I wrote to three different groups of people. Uh, one being uh, a person who has never known addiction or mental illness. And I basically say, wake up every day and cherish, cherish the radiance that your life is yeah. and, and, and apply that light as much as possible to, to, to anyone that you know that is going through it. Yeah. The second letter I wrote was to people that are family members. And this was the hardest one for me to write because mm-hmm. you guys are warriors. You guys are absolute warriors. And like, I cannot imagine watching a loved one go through that because I, I went through it and, yeah. and, and, it, and it was very tough for me to deal with. And obviously, and I still struggle with that, but the idea of there's always some sense of self and, and accountability and hope that exists within every one of us, even in our darkest times. And that sure. light gets very dim, but, but for the most part, we all try to keep that light on that little ounce of hope. And I can't even imagine what it would be like to be you or to be you in, in that situation and to, and to have to watch someone go through that. Yeah. And so it's, and so to anybody out there who's, who's, you know, watching a loved one, you know, I, I, I just, I, I can't even tell you the, the, the debt that we have to pay to, to you guys as a support system. And, and unfortunately it's a debt that we'll never repay. You yeah. know, there's no way for us to pay that back, but for the ones that are, are blessed and, and lucky enough or work hard enough or whatever you want to call it to get out of it, you guys are the reason why. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. I, I, like, for what it's worth, you know, I, 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 my hat's off to you guys, and I, I, well, I can't I, even imagine what I think that's, that's like. why I've always fucked with you so much is, like, the first time we met, you were just promoting Fifth Vital yep. as, as it was. I think it was just coming out. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, ultimately that's the coolest thing about you is a lot of people can, you know, go through addiction or go through a hard time, but you really carried it and you own it. It's not some dark secret. You put it on your sleeve and you have done a ton. 
And I, and I think that's why, like, I think your radical empathy is different because I think we live in a time where there are vogue empathies, right? There's groups oh, of people. Sure. Oh my God. It's really popular. <laughs> yes. To yeah, yeah. Empathize. Yeah, yeah, right? Oh sure. my God. And go out there and it's the, the Yaz queens of the world. And it's like, do you actually empathize with that person? Do you actually care about that person? Or are you doing that for Twitter likes or whatever? I think it is much harder to empathize with people who aren't in that vogue. Addicts, yeah, yeah. homeless. Yeah, you know? for sure. And I think yeah. you wear that and I think you're such a regular, normal guy that that's why maybe some people have a visceral reaction to you because they're like, oh, you know, like, what the hell is this guy about? Because <laughs> their empathy is so performative and yours is so real that they don't understand right, right. that you can come at these things from a, like a, a not, you know, social media yeah, there's perspective. There's no win in it. For, I mean, exactly. dude, no, there, no one, no one, look, let me tell you this much. Okay. As someone who, uh, you know, talks about both empathy and also, uh, is on the progressive side of the political, yeah. political spectrum. There is no more vicious feedback that I receive for any other issue outside of my, what Americans consider unorthodox views on rehabilitation over incarceration. When I talk about homelessness and when I talk about convicts and their treatment, um, those are the two instances where like even a community that I've cultivated that is supposed to be open-minded and quote unquote woke get incredibly vicious where they're like, no, they did something wrong. And like, and that yeah. that comes from the American uh, carceral system, and how it is a uh, it's how America is like just this incredibly draconian culture where it's like it's all about vengeance. Yeah, it's never about like uh, truly trying to understand what other people's struggles are, and it's more like you did something wrong, you need to be punished immediately, right. and these people have done something wrong, and also on top of that, obviously, like we just see homelessness not as like uh, as a symptom of uh the disease of the system that we exist under but instead like a moral failing same with addiction because that you know that makes it easier for you to feel uh uh more vindictive towards those who are yeah. actually fucked over or at the very least like detached yeah, yeah. and, and feel comfortable being detached from it that's you know? such a funny like juxtaposition to have an audience that's like yeah fuck the police fuck the police unless you get caught and tried by them <laughs> not in which case, no 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 not, not, not everyone is like that but like it is always shocking whenever well like i guess it's not shocking anymore but like i know as soon as i start talking about like you know convict rights prisoner right. rights like I know that a big chunk of my community even is going to have issues with that and they're going to, which is, which is actually wild to me just because What's now, up? now, now listen, oh, like, foods. of course there's, thank you. Mirage. Did you get yours? All right. Word. Brats working. You were telling me about these burritos, by the way, like I got you a bunch of different, where burritos. do you, where do you, where do you guys obviously like, cause I'm, I'm versatile. Where do you guys want to go today? Like, where do you guys want this to go? Because cause I, I, I haven't... Disneyland! Eaten. You want to maybe go to Disneyland? Because we can <laughs> yeah. just leave well, right Yeah, where okay. we're going to go right now is probably end it on this note and then Ooh. move on to the paywall portion of the broadcast. And I'm going to show my toes on the paywall. Oh, I can do that okay. too. I'll show yeah. them. I actually have some old videos. I like, know you have some... You've, what, plantar's wait, fasciitis wait, or whatever? Plantar's fasciitis. Bro, he is... No, no, no. His feet are yeah, busted, yeah. dog. There's, a, there's an account what? on Instagram called Hey Big Mike's Feet. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Which it, he may or may not be controlling. Oh. No, no, I don't. I got a, horrible. I got a taco they, sampler for everybody. Your sock account. You're yeah. just posting. So they I'm actually working it. with. I'm actually working with a, a orthotics like specialist right now to to handle this once and for all. 
You're yeah. saving the really world. Excited. I know. You're I'm doing really a good excited. job. You're really <laughs> doing a lot. But hey, Big Mike, thanks so much for coming out. What do you want to plug? What yeah, do you want Mike, to promote? Where can we find you? You know, uh, the Night Shift uh, on YouTube, Impulsive. Obviously, read the read the fifth fight. I mean, we talked a lot about addiction and, and mental yeah. illness today. I mean, that's my that's my the greatest thing I'll probably ever do in my life. And so, um, and, and it's a bestseller. And it's a bestseller. That's yeah. right. New York Times yeah. snubbed me because it's a club, but I should have had that as well. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, other than that, just I mean, instead of plugging anything, just just. Just please be nice to each other, dude. Like, oh, I'm just that's so amazing. freaking, like, just do what you can to, like, leave nice comments. I don't, I might have to, like, incentivize it financially soon. <laughs> I don't know how we do that, but just please. Just yeah. be nicer. Be nice to each other, dude. That's it. That's all I ask. All right. Hell yeah. This was a banger episode. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you so much, Cutie Cinderella, for coming. I should, uh, I show albeit, up sometimes. <laughs> albeit, you're the new Will now of the podcast. I, I know. <laughs> Will's here always on time. Oh, ready everybody to go. wants to make fun of Will till they become the Will. Yeah. I'm the Will. Anyway, no. but. Well, always um, burritos. Cutie Cinderella. What? How's your day, Ben? You know what? Do you want the tea? Do you want some tea that's behind Spill the paywall? Spill that shit, bitch. We have some paywall tea. As we know, fake nudes of myself were leaked everywhere this past oh, week. Oh, we're... Oh, my God. Paywall. We're getting into we're in it. the paywall. I wasn't going to touch this with no, a no, 10 I, foot I am a woman, a part of it. I am more than happy to talk about it. Um, and it sucks because, you know, there's... I feel like there's, like levels of uh kind of how much you get hit by it and like maya and pokimane were like the number one like they got hit the most um but the issue was is that atrioc was a best friend of ours and so i've been now you put that in the past tense yeah i did i did um it's okay um and so uh so yeah, I put that in the past oh. tense because the damage is just irreparable. Like I'm not kidding, it's so the irreparable. No, no, no plugs. We're, we're on a serious topic. Yeah, right now. no, it's yeah. not. It's, I, I, I'm I, being I, casual about it. I don't think it's like. No. Well, but what I wanna, happened? I want to ask like my nudes. I've oh. seen. I saw this. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. I, I still. Am oh, so did to, everyone. So did my Mormon. No, no, family, sorry, I didn't see by that. The way. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm saying like that's how bad this was. Is it wasn't no, a controlled thing? <laughs> that's not what I meant. I saw the the fallout from it. Yeah. And I'm just trying. I'm 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 really just still like everyone else wrapping my my brain around all of this and yeah. and, and and how it is also like a microcosm for this new situation that we're all dealing with with ai like you literally are in the zeitgeist of like a conversation that is existing in a more mainstream Mm -hmm. perspective but in a very personal and like intrusive way it's like very strange to me Uh i'm gonna gonna share a few things Uh i'm sorry that happened to you Uh when i was at buzzfeed Uh people made a lot of deep fake porn of me (laughs) (laughs) and i might sound old Uh but i just didn't get it okay like me Photoshopped onto some ripped gay porn star's body with a decent cock. <laughs> I was like, who gets off to this? And I've never understood deep fake. Like, I just don't understand. Yeah, it. yeah. It doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. And beyond that, he's fucked a lot of porn stars. Uh-huh. And I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you talking to me about this? What do you mean? <laughs> Once, I'm going to... And I don't know what, I this, fucked a lot I of porn what stars. this says about my psyche. Uh-huh. But once I met these women, I couldn't jerk off to them anymore. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like, they existed as real people, 
Like, like, uh-huh. and then once I saw them getting like face fucked, I was like, God, I really enjoyed talking to her about, you know, souffle or whatever. I we really wish that we had talked about this on and on, but this, cause this topic, we might me, add it. We might yeah, add we it. No, this topic add it. for me is we a can have a long topic. episode. Why not? Yeah, yeah, okay. It. So obviously like that is my second home, that space. Like I've, I've, yeah. The Playboy mansion. Yeah, hung out, <laughs> hung out with every adult star and they're all friends of mine from Emily to Riley to, to obviously dated Lana for a long time. Yep. And by way of them being in my content, I've, I've now gotten a, this, I've been on the receiving end of this like strange PTA mom esque ridicule that has started to exist on the internet where when you hang out with girls that, do this type of stuff. It's it's haram. It's it's you're 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 a terrible inf- like this is all very new. I grew up on Howard Stern. I grew up on Hugh Hefner. I it's grew not up new. on anti anti sex work sentiment has always existed. It's just you're you're humanizing adult workers, and that's why you're also bad. the The idea that they're bad has always existed, sure. especially by hypocritical pieces of shit who love consuming it. But That's now you're the worst part yeah, of it. Buddy. Now that you're con- now that you are playing a role in humanizing sex workers, you're also yeah, bad. Yeah, but Stern never, but I, I maybe he didn't have the uh, availability or or democratized, you know, way of of getting that feedback, but Stern wasn't given that type of feedback from people. And by the way, the weirdest part of it is it's 19-year-old boys, like 19-year-old yeah. men. Like yeah. why are you so but to your point, Listen, I'm a big Stern fan. Yeah. I think part of that disconnect that you're experiencing is social media wasn't a thing. Like yeah. clear channel and like moms for against drunk driving or whoever hated Howard Stern. <laughs> yeah. Like the same Karens that are coming after you, they just didn't have a Facebook page from no, which to but, launch. No, but it vitriol. was moms. Karens, but no. it was moms. That's what I'm saying. And now yeah. there's been this weird young thing young kids where the dudes they this is what happens. They literally go on Pornhub. They jerk off. They throw the toilet paper away, and then they go to the porn star's page that they just jerked off to and leave hate comments. Or go to my YouTube and be like, you're a scumbag for promoting this That's type a of place vile of self-loathing, Bro, yeah. it is weird. It's weird. But anyways, back to your point. I'm telling you, I, as, a, as a defender of sex work, who has like both written about the subject matter, been interviewed on it, they do not stop. You you don't even know the depths of the media, or maybe you do. They'll just say, like, I talked about my experiences going to a brothel in Germany. Yeah. And this brothel was later, like, I went to the brothel when I was 20. Okay? It's a very famous brothel. Prostitution is legal in Germany. And I was talking about my experiences there to talk about, like, how different the systems are, right? Were you, were you in Hamburg? Uh, no, it was Berlin. Artemis. Uh, Artemis is a very the, famous the one. Pond. Yeah, no. Artemis is a very famous one. Yeah. And... And, you know, I've, I've routinely had sex workers on my broadcast. I, I've had my ex on my broadcast a lot. And um, when I talked about the brothel, some fucking dickhead on Twitter was like, well, that brothel was raided in 2016. What was it raided for? Well, they claimed it was raided for sex trafficking, right? But it was actually raided for tax evasion. But it doesn't even matter. But because I defend sex workers, because I talk about that stuff all the time, now, no matter where I go on the internet, motherfuckers will always, especially on TikTok, this is huge on TikTok and it's huge on Twitter, people will constantly say, oh, well, you love 
sex trafficking people. You love, you are engaging in the act of but sex do trafficking even, people. But do you even try to like, there's certain things that go no, around. Dude, there's a community for everybody in the internet where there's but just dude, this ridiculous. But dude, this, this, I'm talking like, who gives a fuck? I'm fuck talking you. about, I'm talking about like, you know, hundreds of thousands of likes on a fucking tweet that says like, you sex traffic children. What am I You know saying? what I would do? I would find out who made that video and make a video saying that they sex traffic children. Like, who gives a <laughs> yeah. like, who gives You know a what fuck? I would do? I'd find a child and just sex traffic. Yeah, yeah. like, dude, like, who gives a fuck <laughs> so what people you're, say? You're people right about that. You're right about that, but I'm just now. saying, like, the reason why they do it is because, it's not because you're a bad person, it's because you're humanizing sex workers and they consider that to be, like, really fucked up. Partially because of what Will said, where, like, a lot of people feel self-loathing for their actions because America is also, aside from our draconian culture and attitudes, we're very puritanical and also very patriarchal. Like women and what women can do to their bodies needs to yeah. be limited, needs to be controlled. Goes back to like old school Christianity. And I want to re-vortex the origin on this one. What women can do with their bodies or not do with their bodies because <laughs> yeah, this is where we started. No, you're good. Yeah. no, I think it's fine. I think this is a fine topic because part of what you said was actually okay so crazy enough all this stuff happens and i i get i wake up to um ludwig getting off a phone call right and ludwig's like oh apparently Ishark was looking at porn of pokemon i gotta go to the gym and i was like what you know like i'm like <laughs> barely awake you know and then i get i get more phone calls and i get the whole story i get off and i'm sitting there processing it i'm like it's not my body it can't Okay. The, the things that you're seeing where people are like, oh, it's not their body. How much do they care? And I'm like, okay. Then I had therapy actually that day. It was Mondays. I have therapy Mondays. Good timing. Great yeah, time. Therapy Monday. <laughs> and I go to my, I go to my Twitter. Therapy yeah. Monday. <laughs> therapy Monday, Taco Tuesday. Um, I go to my Twitter and I sit at my Twitter and I just had my, D I never, my Twitter DMs are never open. I just had my DMs open because I was looking for panel members for my award show. Yep. So I opened right. it up for people to send me their stuff or whatever. And I was like, huh. And I'm just mistake. like sitting there absorbing it. And I click on my messages and it's just these videos. And as soon as you see the video and they're so fucking real, as soon as you see them, your mind shifts like from saying, oh, that's not my body. Why should I care to, was I just, did I do that? Like, am I that? Did I do that? Did do, you do people have, like, have a this werewolf moment where you're like, I lost track of time well, again? Kind of, like, Did you I just sit there. Like, well, what, what every woman that has been a part of this has kind of mentioned the same feeling. Like, it reminds me of, um, like, I was molested as a child, and it reminds me of that feeling. Like, like the uncanny valley. Like, how did this yeah. happen? Yeah. Did I, what? You know, and I'm like, oh. And then yeah. my therapist thing pops up, and I'm like, "Oh boy!" Well, because the same because the same thing <laughs> exists, right? Be a dense therapy Monday. <laughs> yeah. How long you got? It's because it, there's no consent. You didn't consent. There's no it, consent. Right? It's there's completely no outside consent. of your control, and that's that's kind of what the what the problem is, right? Yeah, and then so so I go to you know I go to therapy, and I'm talking to my therapist, and she was like, "The problem is of all of this is kind of what you said, where he did not have a visceral reaction enough to exit out." Because usually what happens, I've had deep fake porn pop up before and you see it and you're like, oh my God, and you exit out and that's it and you move on. The fact that he didn't have a visceral reaction shows that he purely saw this objectively, yeah. which is really fucking sad when you're a woman that exists in the space knowing that he had to scroll past pictures of me yeah. to get to those pictures that he, and it's like, man, so I'm just an object. Like I'm, you know, and maybe his justification was it wasn't their bodies. Whatever it was, it's just like, it's just so depressing and so sad. But then, you know, I, yeah, I get out of therapy and I'm like, oh, this sucks. And Ludwig's in meetings and he's taking care of all sorts of stuff. And I'm just sitting there and you know, I'm on the phone with Maya and we're just 
fucking trying to talk to it and i'm sitting there and i'm eating ramen noodles i was and they're spicy ramen noodles i'm sitting there and i'm like this is crazy you know and she's like i gotta go process i'm like same i hang up and then I, I just look at the dms again and i see my body and i see the way it's supposed to look and i'm like my body doesn't look like that right like what it, do you it, mean like, supposed like, to look how it should look like in this sexual way, like the way this is the male gaze, right? So I'm looking at this. It looks convincingly like my body, but it also doesn't because it's fucking perfect. And I know my body's not fucking perfect. You're perfect. So, yeah. well, that's nice of you, but you're sitting there, you're sitting there and you're staring at this and I'm looking at it. And I, for the first time in years, I went into the bathroom and I threw up my lunch. Wow. That's how bad it was. And I'm being like so genuine. That's how bad it was. As I sat there damn. and I just slowly was like, I will never have that body. I need to have that body. So like, it just, I crushed, to just, it just crushed yeah, your like confidence. It sent me back. Like, and I have pretty bad, you know, I go to therapy. We have problems. But like, it's the first time I've thrown up a mill in years. Years. God. And it just set me back to like little like 20 year old me just being like, I will never be good enough. Like, and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, why? Like, how? And so then people saying like, how does it affect them psychologically? I don't know why it's affecting us psychologically. Well, it's, so, it's so visceral. Like, of a, of a situation to like, it's one thing for someone to say to you, Oh, like you're, you're fat or you're, or you're too skinny or you're too that. But when, but when someone puts your face on what would be considered the optimal outcome for your body type, that's almost like this, like really visceral reinforcement of what you should look yeah. like. Yeah. Like that, like I get that. And, and by the way, like I could never, I know there's been a lot of sentiment towards men who have like d discussed this and, and, and I'll, I'll almost in a way like double down on that a little bit. I, I can't relate or yeah. understand at yeah. all here. So like, yeah, there's a lot of things in life that I just, when I, in these type of situations, I won't really comment on it. Cause I don't know how you, I cannot yeah. even imagine yeah. what that feels like in another, you know, much lighter way. It was a big moment for hentai guys. <laughs> because um, yeah. are you dabbing we me are, up, bro? What the we fuck? I just dabbed him up. The, 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 you were the weirdos. Now we you're were not. the alpha creeps, <laughs> yeah. and now yeah. everybody's like, "That's ethical." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think hentai might, ethical vegan hentai. I think that's hentai right. may be more more ethical. Way I, oh yeah. I, yeah. I was thinking about this the other day as I watched this like eight tentacle beast like <laughs> with like a fourteen foot cock like yeah. you know have sex and um, uh -uh. bro, there's no there's no player in the game it's just the animator yeah. only the animator can really claim any kind of yeah you know problem from it maybe that's the direction we we move yeah cartoons. but in a, in yeah. a back to the serious <laughs> of it, i think it i think it's gonna i think beyond what it does to the individual which is mm -hmm. very it was nice to hear directly from you because mm -hmm. uh it's such a sincere problem i think beyond that it poses a really interesting question as to in the future what are people's like rights and agency over their visage, their face, yep. their likeness, as we move deeper into AI technology, deep fake technology, like how much of your image do you own? Right? Like there's, there's a lot of really interesting cases like the Emmy Rue case. Emmy Rue showed up in league. Yeah. Right. Like she was the inspiration for this character. And you know, I, obviously, I think there was. Uh, I, I don't know the specifics specifics of that case, but as we move into the future, like there are going to be a lot of these like uncanny or like likenesses used for reasons where you're like, wait a minute, did that creator have any kind of say on yeah. whether their 
face was used in this. Isn't that also that has happened with League before too, right? Wasn't it like a like a employee or something? I think I don't know. I remember I, something I was like the that. Inspiration being... for Singed. No one plays League. Okay, I, yeah, I do. She does. Yeah, uh, I was the inspiration for Ergot. So one thing, one thing I'll say is that like a lot of people also think one that women are objects, obviously. Wicked. So that's like definitely part of that because they're like, you're an object of my sexual gratification. I don't think about you as a human being. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about your thoughts. I'm just horny and I want to fucking do this thing, right? So that's one reason. And then it's additionally worse when you're also, um, you know, somewhat of an e-celeb, you know, even though we're on the lowest rung of the fucking celebrity scale. Uh, it's just the, the reality, right? Well, it's not, actually. Well, it, it's changing rapidly. Not, not, to, not to put a pin in an well, incredible... Well, regardless, like, rapidly. you're a celebrity, right? So, they, so people feel like you're, you're supposed to just take it. Oh, yeah. They don't think what of do you, you as a human... What do you expect? You're part of the internet. Yeah, they don't think of you as, like, a human being. They just think of you as this, like, random thing that, uh, you know, you are there to consume. Like, not a real, not a real person. Um, but what a lot of people don't recognize is, like... The deepfake shit is is very easily done to normal, you know, normies, civilian population, non-famous people all the time. As a matter of fact, there was a case that I pulled up to showcase this where there was a guy, I think he was in Long Island or Rhode Island, one of the islands, um, you know, one <laughs> of those fucking places. Dominican um, Republic. <laughs> so, yeah, he was deepfaking girls, middle school and high school. Into cool. pornographic scenes. He went to jail. He went to jail both because this was technically considered distribution of child pornography. And he also went to jail because he was deep doing deep fake AI porn. So it is not legal. A lot of people don't understand that. It's already immoral. I will move past that point, but it's also not really legal either. Yeah. So people need to recognize that. Um, you know, I think it's think. gonna be also increasingly interesting to see what happens as it pertains to deep fakes outside of the adult space and what are able to convince people that someone is done. Yeah. Like, like, dude, yeah. like you can, yeah. you can start, I mean, dude, they're going to start putting weapons in people's hands. It's, it's, it's a very wild. It's a, it's the next wild West. And some people are calling it like the, the, the most, you know, clear and present danger as it pertains yeah. to truthhood that we are yeah. ever going to yeah. face. Like people get mad at people getting clipped out of context. How about you get clipped in context now, but you didn't even do it. You weren't, you know what I mean? yeah. you weren't even fucking there. It's not, but it's not. That's how the murder. That's not how the murder went down. You didn't murder yeah, anyone, yeah. but guess what? Now you did. Uh, yeah. Like it's crazy. Bro. My my six year old dad. If he were to see that video, I would never be able to convince him I didn't do it. There. And that's how. That is, that that's is the sad, sad thing yeah. about all of this. Is that like okay, atrioc, morbid curiosity. Sure. Whatever, uh, besides like seeing women objectively, blah, blah, blah. The problem, like the biggest, biggest, biggest problem of all of this is that he platformed it. And that's what is unforgivable to me. Because now when you Google Maya Higa, who has spent 25 of her life, like years of her life for animal conservation, when you Google her, it says deep fake porn. She spent her entire yeah, life yeah. on animals. And that's what happens when you Google her now. It's fucked. Like it's so fucked. I have... My, Multiple of my family members have reached out to me for the first time since I've started this career saying they've seen this about me. And that's what they see of my career. Yeah. I've worked so fucking hard and now they know me because of porn. It becomes that misrepresentation porn that, I talked about, that I talked about. Porn earlier. I didn't even make. And it's like, dude, uh, 
I love sex work. I just don't want to do it myself. Yeah, that's fair. And, and why is it fair. not an option no, for that's me? that's very fair. It's so sad. It's like, God, if I, I could make so much money, I'm sure, maybe <laughs> not so much. I could make some money. Kitty, you can uh, make a lot of money. But you know what I'm saying? Has it's just it, like can frustrating. I, can I ask you to throw back the asking questions uh-huh. that like, yeah. you, when you asked me one earlier, has there been any point where this made you feel more acceptable towards the idea of you doing it in the future. Oh yeah, I was on the phone with uh, one of the girls, <laughs> you know and I was like, like, it's just like, I was like, why don't I just start selling this? Like, why don't I? I should just start selling. Like, I'll just sell the AI porn. I'll just sell it of myself. Might as well make like, money like, off of like, it. Cla- like, like claim it. And yeah, you- just sell it. Like, That's hilarious. Because I think I I know I again like I know I was raised Mormon. Sure. So it's like even me being okay with sex work, my whole family would be like, "What the fuck?" For sure. Like, Whoa. Yeah. Um. I'm not Mormon anymore, obviously, but, um, I, I just, it's that. just, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Um, how dare you? But it's like, I don't know. It's sex work is just not something I've ever personally been and, interested in. And by the in. way, that's another. So even after seeing it, it doesn't make me feel like no, the gateway gateway's been open. And, and that's you shouldn't another, have to explain that. That's what well, yeah, I was like going to say. That's profession. another topic of discussion yeah. too. Yeah. Is that like, Why don't you want to be a mechanic? Yeah. It's, right. like, it's right. like, all respect to mechanics. It's a wonderful way of life. I just never. But that's another thing. That's another topic. Like pe- just because you, you can, you can even feel like sex work is, you can think it's not okay. I don't even have that much of an issue with that. That's I don't have no I have no issue with that. Like you can have your belief, but that does not give you the right to then go and disrespect or demean <laughs> or think less of the people who who interact with the space. Oh yeah, does that make sense? Everyone especially is entitled when to an opinion for sure, and I and I back that completely. Like especially when their output is over overwhelmingly positive. It's like they're just making content that people are consuming, and I see it as in no way shape or form any different as long as it's done ethically i don't see it as anything different than like watching a fucking movie but because there's like real sex happening on screen people just like lose their fucking well, minds well, listen, and can't see it that way they're like no it's different well let's yes correctly co- correct what you just said because it's because this idea that it's real but if you think about what you just said they're, they're completely against the idea of people make, having sex, make love, whatever you want to call it on screen. But the idea of watching someone carry out a mass shooting on screen <laughs> is completely yeah. fine. And, and, and they'll say, you don't know how dangerous sex is. It's desensitizing the youth. It is creating an unrealistic expectation of what needs to be done in the bedroom. But then they'll go watch a movie about a, a warrior who yeah. murders a city. When we have a massive violence problem in this country. And so the the double standard that exists alongside the fact that porn continues to be the largest industry consumed by the people who are angry about it. Yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's a clusterfuck. And I think to the point that you. It's because it's it's sex. it's It's a constant struggle with, with masculinity, with democratization and women's ability to make money. There's so many factors at play. And and I will say this last statement on that will cover a lot of things that we talked about. The internet loves to simplify extremely complex situations. We're yeah. a headline culture. Everybody wants to know via TikTok or tweet what is happening. Yeah. This is complex. This is very complex. It deals with religion, industry, women's rights, men's rights. So the idea that you can make a blanket statement that is one sentence long to cover 
the adult industry, which is a $150 billion annual industry bigger than the MLB, NBA, and NFL combined, is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It is a conversation that we're now having. Yes, yeah, but it, but show. again, it doesn't matter because um, our social conditioning is so powerful. And if you were brought up in a super puritanical environment, it's very difficult for you to like. If you're brought up in a patriarchal puritanical uh, environment, whoop, whoop. you do not fucking see <laughs> women as as uh, you know as as consenting actors in any meaningful capacity. And you certainly don't like it when they take matters in their own hands and make money off of doing porn, even if you consume it yourself. You turn around and you feel shameful by for, uh, by by that consumption, yeah. and you lash out and you think like, you know, you just you think that this is acceptable and appropriate to just shit on women like that. I'm gonna say the most controversial thing that has happened during this podcast. What? Well, that burrito was mid. The chips oh. were fire. Disagree. Disagree. Was waiting till we got off the heavy topic. Mine may be better. My specific one maybe. Hassan provided. We have not talked about food today. I, I'm happy to keep talking about the adult stuff because there's so much more meat yeah. on that bone as someone who has lived in that industry. And I wanted to talk about the humanization factor of it a little bit. That burrito was very, my burrito was very good. Really? The steak was very tender on it. The usually your racks, usually your racks, you got them fat boy racks. They're serious. Yeah. The, like, the, the problem is, don't say the names yet. What are you doing? Don't, don't no. leak it. Beep. Yeah. Bleep that out. Um, the problem is, I think, it's very far away, the restaurant. So even if I get priority, uh, like it, it gets cooler over it, um, it over that distance. That. Do you know what my do you, you know what my food thing is? Obviously, right? Or uh, butter on toast. Or, that that was so. Wait, I'll you allow, love butter on toast? Okay, so I'll allow that. That's that's actually the right reconnected about from that. an OG standpoint. You just made every night shift fan so happy. So I originally <laughs> every show that I did, I had uh -huh. buttery toast. But now you're a burger guy. Bur there you go. Perfect. Hey, I'm on the motherfucker. Yes, damn. So, okay. So I, so I have the, the most viewed weekly burger review on the internet. Oh my every, God. Every what a week, random thing. Okay. And so every week I go and I, I on my YouTube channel, I, every episode I put out a, a new review of a different burger place. First, if you don't bring me on one, you're a coward. Oh. Whatever you want. You are, Second. You are, I would be honored, dude. I want, Second. I, want I would love to have How are we feeling about Shake Shack? I uh, give it an eight point, an eight. It's at an eight flat now. It's a it, out of the big, out of the triad. Where you put five guys? Out of the triad, it's number one. I have it above. <laughs> I have it above five guys. I have it above In and Out. This guy fucks. Um, I just like what they create. I like the so so. What I like to think of when I think of burgers is that the the ultimate burger creates a concoction in your mouth. Yeah. That is a that is a a mush of several of the ingredients coming together into this like beautiful paste almost, right? Way to sell it. Yeah. Oh, I know. It a concoction sound of mush paste. Yes. Yes. So basically I know what you mean you though. You take a very you take a very buttery potato bun, it mixes with a very it's a high symphony. fat greasy meat yeah. and an American cheese that create and, and a sauce that creates a, con a, a, a concoction. And I think that five uh, that burger um Shake Shack does the best job from the triad standpoint and yeah. for those three, right? Now, Trilogy, sorry. Now, it's nowhere close to the best burger in the world, which no. all of them are here in LA, which is crazy. Wow, that's from convenient. A, from a, all right, what's your number I'm, one spot? I'm trying it. I'm trying it out, Will. Go for it. What's your number one spot? So, ironically, before the reason I was late today was because I was uploading on YouTube, 
and the the upload from today has my new number one in it. What is it? San Antonio, Texas, a place called Last Place Burger. Ironically, is in first uh-huh. place. It's called Last mm. Place Burger. Took over the 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 W from two Los Angeles spots, which were kind of neck and neck. Burger, Burger Shiro, Burger Shiro on Beverly, very good, fantastic. Uh, American Wagyu Smash Burger, double patty, yeah. Oklahoma with with onions on a potato bun, uh, on a sweet Hawaiian bun. Now Oklahoma is where you put the onions in the Co- patty correct. before you flip. It, so both raw, wow. yes. So their Oklahoma, does, fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> Their Oklahoma has both. I went to culinary school, and you guys know way more than <laughs> I do. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, and huge. then there's a place called For the Win on Franklin, For the which win. is fucking insane. Ooh, I think I've heard. Dude. Yeah, it is so good. But I mean, dude, L.A. dude is like, I mean, you've got Window, you've got Heavy Handed, which was a truck, and now it's a brick and mortar. You've got Love Hour. Irv's, Irv's does a great job. I I fuck mean, with Irv's. You've got a lot of good burgers Burger here. King. Actually, I'm gonna keep it the a, worst uh, burger no, of all time. I'm gonna keep it a KFC buck. started a burger. I had a Burger King burger because we uh-huh. did a uh, uh, like general fast food burger taste test, right? In uh-huh. and out, Shake Shack, blah blah. And we were going through them, and I was like, uh oh, here comes Burger King. Dog of the bunch, so absolute he's, he's bullshit. He's on track. He's wrong. Nah, that's it's so mid, bro. Um, like compared to compared to pinches, are you shitting me? Pinches Th- that can't good. hold pinches jockstrap. I don't know why. I'm just really like. Maybe I was hungry. I'll tell you why I really like it in a second. Well, what was I even talking about? Burgers. Burger King. Oh, yeah. Burger King, sneaky good. Sneaky good. No. I thought it was going to be big dog shit. In Europe, Burger King is like a gourmet restaurant. Mm. Like, they have this thing called... Oh, that's nice. They have this thing called the long chicken there. It's like a chicken sandwich <laughs> in Germany. I'm like proud of Burger King. And yeah, yeah. and it's oh, really good, good for them. Oh yeah! Can I please have under the long Can I have chicken? The long chicken. Mm. So, listen, nice burger interlude. Um, just last thing on the adult stuff. Yeah, let's get back into it. We don't. We don't <laughs> have to go too deep. <laughs> too deep. Talking about cacophonies. But you mentioned the uh, humanization yeah. factor, and. I have girls on uh, uh, adult or sex workers on my con- in my content constantly. Sure. I mean, pretty much every other episode is either Skybree or Emily or, yeah. you know, obviously my channel. As much as Logan gave me a, a platform, when I met Lana, I had 220,000 subscribers on YouTube. When me and her broke up, I had 2.5 million. Yeah. Like, it was, it's dramatic night and day, like, crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of them think that it's going to be this massive um, like influx of new subscribers and new this and new that. It, in fact, works more in the direction that you described. It yeah. Wow, was, that's interesting. Holy shit, I now know this girl. I know her family. I know where she's from. I know what she likes to eat. I know what she likes to do. Yeah. I cannot watch her do a gangbang now. That, that absolutely. So I, wow, it's, yeah, that's so it's, interesting. Yeah, because they, because they see I guess, episode yeah. after episode. I guess I... Treat the artist differently than everyone else. Okay, <laughs> I I have no qualms consuming right. this content. Right, I was a well. Big, they don't want you to. I was a big Mia Malkova guy. I was a big Mia Malkova so guy, and then I hung out with her yeah. a bunch. Yeah, we hung out with her a lot. I did though. escape rooms with her. Yeah, I love the girl. I kissed her on the mouth. <laughs> She's been in a lot of content lately. So, and then I went back. You know. My bookmarks, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, this has got to go." <laughs> right, right, right. I can't. Dude, you this. were early. Oh, I, oh, I was yeah. early. I've I forgot them. about that because we're like such good friends with I me t- and Malkova now. I literally one day was like, "Oh yeah, you play a lot of World of Warcraft." She's like, "How do you know that?" I was like, "Well, in your you mentioned, um, but yeah, now that I know her, it's like I I literally can't go back because she's like such a good friend of mine. It's you know what it is. I I think it's almost kind of like. If I were to know an actor, 
right? And let's say I know the actor who plays Joffrey in right, Game right, of Thrones, right? right? right. Mm-hmm. What a fantastic antagonist. What a fantastic villain. If I've had coffee with him, if I've sat down with him, even when he's doing his like, yeah, you wouldn't believe uncle, it. Uncle, bring me my wine. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, he's actually a great guy. This yeah, is yeah. Yeah. so <laughs> that's unbelievable. Right, it's the same thing for por- yeah. for porn. Where I'm like, oh, this is so. This is a performance. Well, I made really a statement. Good. Good. <laughs> well, so I made a statement that pissed a, 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 a chunk of the industry off because I've always been like the the. I would say like me and Adam. Obviously, Adam has like is, he does videos, and I don't I don't produce adult content. I mean, I do, but it's just not on the internet. Adam, twenty two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the I made a statement recently, and if I say something like dramatic about the industry, they'll always like bring it up. But I said that a lot of uh, a lot of the girls, they're not super. They're not as turned. This is no secret. No, they're, they're not as like turned on by the situation that you're watching as they claim to be. Yeah. So a lot of it is people were upset about this. So listen, so listen. I know it's not like a secret, but it's, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna blow right, your mind. I know. It's extremely performative. It's extreme. And by the way, David actually, Blaine, not actually, actual magic. It's actually weird too because as someone who knows how performative it is, when they try to bring that performative shit to my bedroom, like yeah. in real life, mm-hmm. I'm oh, I'm like, no. yo, please stop, please Aww, stop. Like fuck. like you don't you don't have to tell me that you want to dream me you don't have to tell me that you don't i know that's why you're here i know like actually now that you've said that i don't really want you to be here like i just want to hang out with you have a good time like i don't want you to drain me that's don't need to do that or talk about it like that yeah one it is one eye-opening moment for me at least was like when when my ex was like she just wanted to do missionary like that's her favorite that's yeah. what she always wanted to do. And and sense? it's like, Bro. it's it's so much more personal. And you're like looking into, you know, you're looking into one another's eyes. It's like way more personal. And it's funny because everyone always is like, missionary sucks. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, I fuck. Missionary sucks. Position. It is yeah. the position. Now, now so. Fully disagree. Some, I know some, I need wait. more therapy, but I hate intimacy. No, sex. but listen. Well, well. <laughs> fucking hate well, that it. you said this is a whole thing in one sentence. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, but, but it's not just that too. If you look at it mechanically. Now, from a. You you will meet a lot of girls that sorry to get so no you're fine like in depth I, you you'll, you'll meet a lot of girls that oh, she meet. talks about her gripper all the time okay what do they say it's on TikTok now gripper. what do they say like bubblegum pink oh I'm they sorry just, like, when we have oh we're not allowed to we're not allowed to say that in front of my just got off a deep I'll say I watched some of the deep fakes and a lot of them were a little too just kidding. I'm just saying, she does no, though. I do, I find, no, I. I she's. She I says only, she has no gaggers, she's the throat I'm a, though. I'm a, she's Deanna Trump. By the way, the funniest part about this is she has never talked about it in like sexual terms, but instead no, in like. TikTok like TikTok terms. No, no literally, like no, 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 like, no, hyper medical. Like yeah. her, her situation is medical. Oh, okay. is that? Yes. It's, it's like Christmas, yeah. but with a pussy. Let's go, let's go. She has vaginismus <laughs> and like, what was She's the, like, yo, that deep fake is looking loose. Fuck, I got dude, this it. is such a bad. Why, what is it? What is the reason why you have a? Why are you the throat endoscopy without sedation? So I had to. She trained her throat. I had to literally train my throat so I could get it without sedation because I'm so afraid of sedation. So I like to make fun of her and act like she's like talking about how she has a fucking. Anyway, you know, I'm gripper. the throat go. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. Really just saying she's it's a medical condition. Right, right. Anyway, I'm not the a big throat. Deal. <laughs> So, but, but I can pick up anything, <laughs> but there, but there are like a lot of gr- like a lot of girls who want to be on top to like finish. Right. It's like, it's, it's, I, yeah, it's like generally that. more 
conducive to uh, the the internal or clitoral stimulation yeah, as well clit- as clitoral stimulation based on like rubbing on her stomach or just the G spot yeah. and how it how it hits that G spot in the back. But but missionary style is a very versatile position. It gives mm-hmm. you a lot of options. I uh, know. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, if I am not pouring sweat at the end of sex, I feel gross. You can do that from what? I feel gross. You can definitely do that for missionary. You know what I feel like? I feel like- That sounds here, like gonna, a lot I'm of work. Tell you yeah, some deep, <laughs> I'm going to tell you some deep trauma. What are you doing? Shit. Okay. No. <laughs> After sex, us. if it's like very quiet, like I feel like a cuck. No, have fun, bro. Have no, fun. Make jokes. No, it's like, no. You're weird. No, make no. jokes. <laughs> I feel like the, you know what I feel That's like? That's the best I, time to sneak out and make a little sandwich for yourself. Yeah, you're <laughs> What do you mean? Listen, no. <laughs> you, I feel like the make husband. Make sandwich for her, too. Yeah. I feel like Kevin James. I feel like the husband in a 90s sitcom who is, like, much less attractive than his wife, and she just placates him with sex, right? She's, like, like, the, like the whole, like... Al Bundy, like, can I please have a little sex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate yeah, that. I hate that too. Sure. I am a fucking silverback gorilla. When we fuck, we go to war. <laughs> Dude. Dude, you need what to put is out it? A, what is it? You need to put out a video. This might be too much of a question because I know your girlfriend, but what is your average? Like, what's your average? We don't have sex that much. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, because that sounds like a fucking, you couldn't do that every day. No, I've kind of put it behind me. Oh, okay. Should have put it behind Now he's her. sad. <laughs> but I feel, I, yeah, I feel gross. That's so interesting. Yeah. Well, I think I think psychologically that comes from a performative spot too. I think. You're oh just, yeah. yeah. Well, can I you be do honest? Therapy, Growing yeah. up as an ugly kid, yeah, fat kid with a fat cock, that was such a place of like you got confidence. Like yeah, when I when I when I pull my dick out, it'd be like, oh, good right. for you. Oh, I, see, I see. I see. So a lot of my self worth came from being able to lick, lay dick down. You know what I mean? Yeah. I see. I wasn't. Yours is laying guy. dick down. I, mine was bringing cupcakes. You got to get it where you fit in. Yeah, you, know? you got your things. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be getting such like an intimate, like revealing. Of oh, no. We talk about oh, stuff like this all the time. This is great. The, behind the paywall is awesome. Dude. Yeah. Well, cool, I'm making the executive decision. We're going to put this as a free episode so everybody Ooh. can see what's behind the paywall. I'm, willing to, I'm willing to donate some money to make it so you guys don't lose any or whatever. They're rich. They're fine. <laughs> yeah, I fine. like the idea of it all going out to the people. <laughs> no, it's fine. Fine. I like democratization, dude. This is a fun. Yeah, it's it's for this is we're making the decision, but it's March the money that March is making, really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he said it's he said it's fine. Um, he's gonna suffer one week it's fine the reason well the reason I brought up all the Atriox stuff is this is this was why I was like the T is cause today I've been texting his wife oh. and I had to tell his wife that I'm no longer interested in having any sort of relationship with either oh. of them cause what do you do what do you do what do you do oh. is there a route back for them or I don't know I think what's frustrating is because I had to do it's just like so ang- it's so angry anger inducing cause like the first thing he did was go live and apologize to his stream apologize to any of the women he follows his right. fucking stream and it's like what are you doing yeah that that apology was definitely a marketing monday l definitely emotional you know he's thinking and it's hard because we've been friends with this guy for years and i'm not just good like, marketing can I, can I ask a really difficult question yeah this is a very human question uh-huh that's fine right? I this like is kind human. of like a christ-like does sin happen in the mind or does it happen in the action if atrioc had jerked off uh-huh to the thought of these women or to their like Instagram. Dude, I don't know. Is it is it as bad as the act of actively pursuing 
deep fake porn. Yes. It's it's worse when you pursue deep fake porn, 100%. Yeah, I would say yes. Yeah, it's definitely worse. But we could call my daddies in the Bishop Brick if you want. You could tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. He, he He'd be like, oh. We have a very difficult ethical question about He's deep fake porn. No, no, no. I think, I think, again, like I said, I think I could forgive. Uh, if he would have like called me on a Tuesday and he's like, Hey, I looked at this three weeks ago. I'm so sorry. I think I could find a place and like, I could forgive him for that. But the problem is that it, the platform and the wildfire that it spread is just like, it feels so unrepairable yeah. at this point. And also me being like, like I jump in, I'm a, I want to fix stuff. So I jump into action, even though I'm crying, I get all these girls that were as many as I could. And I'm like DMing them, asking if they're okay. And I'm telling HRC, I'm like, I know this company because I used to pay a company that cleans the website websites for photos of yeah. you. Yeah. And I'm like, you, I, I said to him, I said, you are paying for every single girl to get clean. I said, I'm like, you're doing you it. You're paying like that for cost? 80 to 100K. You have that kind of bread? I don't care. <laughs> I don't, God that, damn. That's how I feel. Damn, is I, I genuinely don't care because he caused the harm. He has to fix it. But the problem is, is like, finally I got to this point and then like, you know, he apologizes and he sends me an apology. I said, why the fuck are you apologizing to me? You haven't apologized to Pokey. You haven't apologized to Maya. And I said, why the fuck do I keep telling you what to do? This is like, you can't say you're sorry if you're not doing fucking anything without me telling you to do it. Like I'm done. I can't keep helping you. This but, is crazy. I mean, devil's advocate, I agree with everything you say. Yeah. He never intended to be the typhoid Mary of deep fake. Of porn. course. Yeah. He of course. Didn't, he didn't want to be ah, this guy. Here I we think, go. I think here we go into that, the classic I think the, intent versus execution conversation. Yeah. This is such a this is such a big conversation these days, especially on the internet. And like we know how law looks at it. But, like, we're still very much all exploring. No, fuck the law. We're talking about morality of the situation. No, I know that. But we're all very much exploring together, like, this idea of, like, intent versus execution. What, what is the, what's the split? I think, intent, the I think intent only matters. Uh, well, they both matter uh, uh, when it comes to restitution. Like, when it comes to uh, acknowledgement of what you've done. And if you truly are someone who is better than uh, your actions or in your weakest moments, I think... They're both important from the perspective of like, what can you do to make the situation better? How can you offer restitution to the victims? How can you undo some of the harm that you've caused, whether intentionally or unintentionally? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. it. I, I think I, it's nice because he, I mean, he could have just said, no, he wasn't going to pay it. Right. He could have said that. So at least he's, he's going to pay it. But it's just like, it's so frustrating to have to be like, okay, so now I want to sue the guy. So I've talked to three different lawyers trying to figure out how to sue the guy. They're telling me not worth your time. So now the only thing that I can do is try to create legislation. So now I have to meet with my, my state legislator to try to get a bill passed. All, all this I'm stuff. working on that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I found my state legislator. I'm going to get it. Not, not through your state legislator, but because uh, in California, deep fake porn is already illegal. Oh, really? Yes. In Virginia and California, deep fake porn is already legal, illegal. Um, I am talking to AOC right now. Uh, about it <laughs> i could cry that's so sick i think yeah. the other thing about I, what federal leg like legislation yeah like what uh, what uh what can be done through the legislative body uh i think the other thing and this kind of goes without saying but we do have a younger audience if you are a young man have questions about this shit listen to women and see please the, see the real impact that it has on well, real people and, and try and remove yourself from the parasocial element of it and listen to these people and, and, and listen to them tell you that it's harmful. And, you know, it's not, don't listen to the takes out there that they're, they're public people, blah, blah, blah. Listen to the women that it actually affects and, and you'll, and you'll learn a lot. I think, 
uh, the really hard thing about it is like the reason I went live crying was because I get that so often people yeah. being like, why does it affect them? I'm like, let me fucking show you. I'm also the last person who wants to hate this guy. I'm the last person who wants to yeah. dislike him. He is one of my boyfriend's best friends. He's only ever been so kind to me. I love spending time around him. I, if anything, I'm ostracizing myself more from my, like my boyfriend's friends because now I don't want to be around him. I don't want to, I don't want to hate this guy. I really don't. I've, right. I've loved him for years, like years at this point. I'm devastated. And it's like, what, what do you want me to do though? Like how, yeah. how do you move on from that? I don't know. And maybe eight months from now, you know, emotions settle and something, but I don't see it happening. It's just like, I just can't believe the shit that it's caused. Like, it's just so, so much. much. It's been a big story for the past. It's like infidelity. It, you know, even if you forgive someone, it's going to live in your mind. Well, yeah. And the interesting thing is, is there's all these media outlets that reached out to all of the girls involved saying, hey, do you want to do an interview? A lot of the girls are like, I don't want to do an interview because I don't want to further the narrative that I'm a part of this. That makes sense. But also yeah. without us doing interviews, without more political outcry, then you don't get bills. You don't get legislation passed because politicians don't have the motivation, right? Right, right. So, so it's like I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this double-edged sword. Okay, I can take all interviews. And they're very well-known media outlets that are asking to interview me. And I have like 12 interviews that they want me to do. I mean, I can take all of these and I can further my name in this. Or I could just get it to shut the fuck up and stop the Streisand effect and stop people from doing it. Like, yeah. just shut up. I could just shut and, up. And when when it's almost impossible to like take every website down, you are you have to make that calculation in your mind where you're like, do I really want to keep promoting this concept even so that other people are motivated well, to make they, more? There needs to be more deep fake porn of legislators. That yeah, would yeah right? maybe that'll get us. <laughs> right? The fact that you just said that, <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine what's going to come out I think of that like, <laughs> I want I want a Mitch McConnell <laughs> gangbang. You know, it listen, might already be this, out by the way, this is parody. <laughs> this I'm is being parody. funny. Please don't do this. You're going to jail. I'm yeah. not even, <laughs> I'm when, not when, even really on this when, show when right they, now. <laughs> when they deep fake, <laughs> when they deep fake Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham on Lemon Party, <laughs> onto lemon, lemon Party, you are, isn't it Lemon Party, the old man? I love men? Lemon Party. Yes. Sucking each other off? Oh, dude. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't be so sure that that was a deep fake. No, that this could is, just be, that could this be is hyperbole. This is parody. I think um, one of the cheesiest quotes I've like ever seen in life, but it is true, where it's like, my probably my better option for my own career is just to shut up at this point. Um, and it's like this silly quote that I've seen before that it's like a woman's like the first time a woman bleeds isn't between her legs. It's when she's biting her tongue. And it is. It wow, is. It's, it's so exhausting. Who said that? Taylor Swift? It was Taylor Swift. Uh, and she said, "Fuck you." I have John a doormat Mayer. of it now. Yeah. Well, I think what you, I think what you're gonna have to do is measure impact on yourself, yeah. your life, and your career, and the impact that you can have on a million other people. Yeah, that's you know and I'm that's saying? what I'm doing. So that's like, the sad thing is yeah. I'm I am gonna take all the interviews. I have like a whole day, and that's the other thing is I have to talk about this stuff. Oh my god, I have to talk about this Deep stuff for hours, day. right? Oh. Yeah, and it's like, but I, majority of the girls a part of it declined because they. They can't, they can't. It's like swatting. It's, it's, it's a, I don't blame it's them. Because it's like swatting. Just like swatting. Yeah. You don't want to talk about it because the more you talk about it, the likelihood of it happening to you, it gets, you know, a lot more likely. It's just, that's just what it is. Um, I make it a point to never talk about it until, you know, someone is uh, openly deciding to reveal their stories. And even then I don't talk about my experiences. Maybe I have, maybe I don't. You'll never know. It's like this, almost like this, like digital manifestation. Like you talk about it and it, kind yeah. of, you know. 
Yeah. No, no, it's a permanent fixture. It's a, it's just a, like just like objectification of women and deep fake porn or cum tributes or a million different ways that like women are fucking constantly being objectified on the internet. Dude, cum tributes. Oh my no, but cum tributes. I know for I don't even know what they are. To be I know for a fact, and I like wipe my face. I know for a fact you've. I mean, look, Reddit refused to take these things down for the longest fucking time. Luckily, hey, now I they have. Them taken out. No, I know. That's why I was bringing I've it done up. A lot. I don't play in that space. Yeah, that's a sandbox y'all can have. We don't want uh, it. I don't go to that fucking. I don't visit I don't that want fucking it. place. Dude. Yeah, it's awful. No, it's it's great. It's the worst place ever. It's great that you're not visiting yeah, you that place. You can definitely rally a cool community there for sure. But it seems just so, uh, it's so fucking yeah. degenerate, I mean, dude. R slash retrosay. So. <laughs> this is a retrosay titties. Like he's talking about a specific type of boob. Yeah, it's oddly I'm specific. It's oddly specific out there. It's like the it's like the hill. The retrosay drop. Oh, a teardrop boob. Yeah, it's very... Judy is looking at Will with... I was trying to... Well, I was envisioning a teardrop boob, and I don't really know if I know what it looks like. I think I do, when they're kind of like pointy. Yeah. Yeah, it's... uh, You like that. In Ireland, it's known as a prim-looking stargazer. Oh, Oh, yeah, prim-looking stargazer. You know, there's a boob for everyone out there. Yeah, Yeah. I like all boobs. I've always been more of a fan of the Idaho potato. What's that? Busted. I, that I don't fucking know, dude. I dude, just came up bro, with this guy is sneaky as <laughs> fuck. He keeps doing like this. Random shit. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I know it's not a pickle baited, pickle baited star. It's just a boob that's been rubbed it. in some dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Put some uh, sour cream on top of it. There was more I wanted to talk about. And uh, you're talking about swatting and you talk about it. No, no. I mean, yeah, no. That, that. What I would, the point I was trying to make is that like, whether you talk about it or not, it's just definitely going to happen regardless. Yeah, it is. Just like swatting. <laughs> but when you talk about it, the likelihood that it will happen more aggressively uh, is, is yeah. you know, it just amplifies. One of the worst takes I, I saw on the internet is someone was like, well, these girls are upset because they're just insecure sexually. And it's like, okay, so we are. Yeah, so yes, that, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like an empathy. So if we yeah. are insecure sexually, why are we mad at someone for being insecure? Right. Nah, is that crazy? No, because that's nah, minimizing it. it yeah, it's making I, it seem you're like. You're right, it is minimizing it, but it's still like, why are we still bullying someone for having issues? Because I, then they're, they're saying you're crying and you're like, yeah. you shouldn't be. I'm going to be honest. I, I think that's the wrong take because I think I know women that do sex work that would probably be upset if they saw a deep fake of themselves. Yeah, right? that's fair. Because, yeah, of course. Because yeah. it's like, wait a minute, that's my livelihood. Yeah. You're stealing from me, which yeah. deep fakes do. They right? did That's steal. someone's body. I should have had that $15. <laughs> right. They're stealing. Well, they're not only stealing from like you, it. but the person whose body it is. They didn't well, sign up to be a part of a deep I'll fake. Split. Oh, I'll shit. I'll split yeah. with her. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, you didn't. I didn't, you didn't even think about Imagine that. Yeah. Oh my Wait, that's God, actually bro. so sad because the girl with that body, she probably like sees my face. Yeah. And she could think the same Maybe thing. she has the same effect too. She's what like, you damn. You felt, I wish like, I had rosacea. Yeah. <laughs> damn, there's a head. Damn, I, they put the throat goat's face on my body. I'm yeah, dead. what the fuck? Yo. So there's just like a fucking headless victim out there. Yeah, there's just yeah, a Yeah, I don't victim. know. Well, some of the girls, you could tell exactly whose body it was. Um, Mine, I don't know whose body it was. Wait, was it? Oh, some of them are like mashups. No, no, uh, you can like just mixed. tell if they have like a unique you body. You called it a mashup. Yeah, like, like, or if it's like, like a famous like, porn. Was DJ like, girl like, talk. Like, bro, bro you have to understand <laughs> certain a certain part of this, all of this, whether it's this conversation or any of the other conversations. Dog, you said you don't go on Reddit. That's why you have no idea, bro. It's, a it's, lot it's, of this shit is how. 
willing are you to embrace the current chaos that we call a civilization? I... Bro, like, like, bro, this shit is getting crazy. Like, when I wake up in the morning and I, and I look at, like, the things that are happening around me, sometimes I'm just like... Welcome you kind of just have internet. to just like Take hold a look on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like yo, wrap your hand around the fucking reins, throw one hand back, and just ride that shit, bro, yeah. because this shit's getting crazy. Like, dude, they could have. Get back fucking... to the balloon, Mike. You know you want to talk exactly about it. I was exactly going there. <laughs> bro, I was just about to say you that. You know you want to say it. Just... I was just about to say There's that. There's a Chinese balloon. A Chinese balloon floating over my head. We're taking our secrets. <laughs> Those are our heat signatures. Yeah. Bro, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's such chaos right now, dude. Yeah. I know who's creating those deep fakes, by the way. Oh. Don't say the Chinese. (laughs) Don't say the Chinese. It was some guy from like Iowa or something. Yeah, no. It's just, no. That that shit's homegrown, brother. (laughs) Oh, damn, bro. I would know if my face was on like a Lexus Texas. Right, right. Which is kind of offensive that they didn't give me a Lexus Texas. Are you an Alexis Texas fan? Who isn't? She's the ass goat. Yeah. She's podcasting nowadays, right? Is she? I don't yeah, know. she's got the Alexis Texas podcast. I think Alexis, there was a have time. Me on. There was a she time and place when every that. porn star would like become a DJ. Now they're podcasters, which I think is better. Yeah, overall. Yeah, I think that's hype. Some of them, bro. Listen, having spent time with a, a, a lot of them, they, these girls are some of the coolest fucking people. It's like hanging out with your boys, dude. I, like, I, know. I don't know how else to put it. I used well, to. I, I used to be the guy. People, I used bro. to be the guy that went to the fucking AVN and the X Biz Awards. But I, mean, I, I skipped four years. I had gone in the past. I went this year just because. It, it, I, we were in Vegas anyways. We did the podcast. We did a podcast. With oh, Kale. yeah. It was, just, it was just convenient to go to ABM. There was no other. No, it's fire. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's, a lot of, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. No, I, think I, I was shot, hungry. I they were serving content. dinner. Yeah. I, I heard there were great and apps. Was, and honestly, dude, I was, I was, I was, <sighs> shit. How do I say this properly? I was meeting new Stars to that I can collaborate. You were networking. networking. Who are the who are the up and comers in the field? So okay, so so, this is crazy. But you're like a scout. I got connected with Eva Elfie, who had just knocked Lana off as number one. Oh, interesting. That was and and friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. And so that was like a. I haven't met her. She's awesome, and she wants to take. She wants to do a video where we go eat borscht. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Russian, right? She's dope. So she was very cool. Doesn't speak a lot of English. Not very much. Which is why uh, when I had uh, Eva on, I had her on alongside Nadia, the yep. the person who was escaping Vladimir Putin, yep. who was easier yep. to get on this podcast than you, Mike. Yeah. Grammy weekend. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so I met her. She was cool. Uh, connected with Angela White, which was cool. I'd never met her before. She, she is, was friends with Lana uh, in the past. And so met her. Talked to her about Australia because I'm going there on Tuesday. So if anybody's watching this from down under, I'll be in Perth. I'll be in Sydney. She's an insane businesswoman too. The the she won 14 awards. Yeah, I mean, dude, unreal. she's Angela is actually like the, yeah. the is the actual goat. So what what I love about meeting porn stars beyond the fact that they're very broy because I mean I think they're exposed to a lot of <laughs> the libido and yeah, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's really amazing to talk to people that kind of have a firsthand almost like doctorate in human sexuality in like a lot of them even without kind of perceiving it have an understanding of like 
what the male gaze is desiring, like what they have to sell, like what an experience within sex, like what's fake, what's real. Their perspective on sex and relationship is so different. Yeah. 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 And, and for example, this is one other thing that uh, many people don't understand. What you talked about was the difference between uh, consenting and enthusiastic consent, which is like an ongoing debate in sex work circles as well, where it's like, you consent to going to your job, right? Every fucking day. You might not like it. You might not love it. Especially when it comes to sex work, though. Most of the time when you're going into work, it's just another day at work. But, like, you enjoy it. You're just simply stating that you don't enjoy it to the degree where you're like, oh, my God, this is the greatest orgasm right. of my life. Yeah, it's like exactly. Mike said. You're not always going to get the greatest orgasm of your life. And your sex drain you. Yes, <laughs> that's very yeah. true. I was actually at, a, at one of their parties last night. I was at Kazumi's party last night. She had a, a party with uh, Kaylee Gunner, who I'm friends with now as well, and, and Kate, True Kate. Um, I have no idea who's... I've been out of the they're game. They're all big. I mean, they're all... I've been out of the or, game. Don't know who these people are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I still go out occasionally, you know, and hang out. And, and they're, they're, they're just super cool people. They're just super yeah. cool people. And, 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 like, final note on it for me is, like, I do not get along with normal people. I do, and this is like my biggest thing. Like, it's so hard for me to relate to someone who's like four year degree, you know, like poli sci, you know. Okay, bro, chill. Like, no, 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 no. This guy's fucking coming at me, dude. What the fuck? Health and human science. I don't care. Yeah. But like, but like, the idea that there's like that level of traditionality, I have, I cannot talk to you. I'm well, sorry. So when I meet these fringe yes. poles of society and civilization, just like you just said, they interest me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think part of that experience is like you existed on the lunatic fringe for a while, yeah. right? And I think when you are on the razor's edge like that, you realize a lot of universal truths because you kind of see the the ridiculousness of normal life yeah. and how it's kind of equally ridiculous as the extremes. 100%. And so you have much less time for bullshit. And that's why I think, especially porn stars, like they're so open. They're so like candid that it's, you can get a much more honest. The issue for me has been as I continue to <clears throat> age, like yeah. physically as it, well, you look as, great. Yeah, well, thank you. But, but as I continue to actually age and almost age out of like, a lot of things because of, especially because of the time that I missed in addiction. I, I have been trying to pull myself out of that. I've been trying to pull out (laughs) of that, of that space a little bit, just because I really do need to, I really have been trying to start to get into the mindset of potential family. Right. And it's not, I know, I know. And it's not something that I ever thought of in my life, but I also never thought I was going to own a four and a half million dollar house. I never thought that I was going to have a fucking disgusting, career. by the way, yeah. remember canceling. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I saw up. your stuff. I saw that. It's I fucked up. It. You guys see that? I love it. I love it. So people funny. every, every week people are still like, you know, Hassan's fucking rich, right? Like, well, fuck that guy. He's a rich social. I'm like, rich motherfucker, social. what do you want me to do? Like, I, it's not like... People keep giving me money, dude. Right. I'm sorry. Right, right, right. Well, you know, you're doing God's work. But, but, uh, but like, now I, I have been, you know, at least mentally exploring. Honestly, you, I don't know. Maybe it'll happen to her or has. But my, my, both my sisters have very young children now. Yeah. And uh-huh. my little sister especially has this... Oh my God, uh, baby Sloan, my niece and cutie boots, dude, I just, just the light in her eyes and spending time with her and how she is always smiling at me and just like, 
Dude, being connected to that that innocence in, in life and that 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 unrelenting uh, it, like un- enthusiasm is just like I feel nothing when I see children. <laughs> so I was like that yeah. up until the up until yeah. I had my until yeah. it was in my bloodline, dude. The until I no, I, have, I look I at my I look at my little little baby cousins. I'm like, yo, you you motherfuckers are no content, dude. It's like <laughs> wow. I try to I try to talk Bro. to them and they're just like shy or weird, and I'm just like, dude, come on, just give me something. I already put both of them in the content. When I went home. The first time I felt really cool about having money, I took my two nieces, who I fucking love, to the Lego store. Nice. And they were kind of like looking around, and they're like, you know, what can we get? And I was like, get in. <laughs> and they grabbed like the fattest set, and they were like, is this okay? And I was like, yeah. And some, other, like, kid, another one. some other kid was like, I wish I had an Uncle Will. <laughs> and my nieces were like going crazy the in the Lego. That was the first day ever like, where you didn't have it. to rely on your tuna can to, <laughs> I can't, to feel cool to yeah. feel cool about life, bro. I can't I can't do that because my, cause my uncle spoils the shit, like spoils the shit out of my cousins. So like oh. I can't get him shit, dude. They got everything. Right. It sucks. Right. That sucks. I'm always like, what like, do you take want? Take them to Disney on ice. Yeah, I was gonna say you have to actually rely. Quality have, time. Yeah, they have to rely on oh, time. He's like, no, yeah. I can't buy it. No, it, that's dude. too much work. <laughs> I'm gonna dude. bring him on and have a tarse political conversation <laughs> with him. Yeah. No, they were. I was the I was the cool one when I when I linked them up with Mr. Beast. When they were like, oh, when they met yeah. Mr. Beast over Facetime, they fucking lost their mind. I, I've been riding on that for a Mr. while Beast. now. Mr. Jimmy, yeah. bro, legend. Well, Absolutely. guys, we've said it all. Had Mike here for a long time. We've done it. Mike is going yeah. on the stream afterward. I have elected to make this free. We will make it up to yeah. our Patreon. Yeah, I don't make money. We will. No, I meant like. Oh, because I talked about the shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. It's all the truth. I, yeah. It's not like. The truth. I feel like I was just telling some stories and also being human and being like, I'm confused because that guy was my friend and I'm confused. Yeah, good luck. And, um, uh, no one you. is going to no one is going to view you from the lens of like you being, uh, you know, honest. No they will. What happens. They will hate me, and yes. I am a sociopath. Well, not, actually, for that's not true. Our audience won't do that. No, no, no. So someone will take a well, shot. I feel like up I don't even want to go back. You don't want to go. Yeah, don't I was just gonna go say. I feel now. like you're like like pretty. Cl- in the clear on this one, aren't you? like no one's saying anything. Oh, <laughs> oh, am I, Mike? Oh, let me, sorry. Let me, Mike. Maybe let me I'm, introduce I, you. I let me introduce you. Let me introduce you to being a woman on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> oh it's my God, it's rough. So a few people were even in like my 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 boyfriend does these things called mogul males. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah, and there's a, fantastic. a few people in the comments. Yeah, he's are a like, right wing guy. <laughs> he's like, um, he's awesome. Yeah, he believes in a lot of things. Um, no. There are people in the comments being like, man, she's such a narcissist for making this about her. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just the only one that's willing to talk about it openly. Like, that's it. Like, I'm just the only one that's... Who should it be? I think they want it to be about, like, mostly Pokey and Maya. Um, oh, got it. Okay. But also, like, my photos were on there. That is someone that is close to us. That is someone that's violated my trust. These are photos that have circulated everywhere. I am very affected. Sorry, should it been be miserable. more about Maya's them? your best friend. What? Like- Maya's my best friend. And I'm willing to uh, talk about this and other girls aren't. And so I feel like I do need to be the one that's vocal because I'm willing to be that vocal one. So I'm trying to do, it's not only for myself, it's for a lot of other women. And that's, I don't, I don't like want to be vocal, but it feels like my only option. Um, and so that's why I'm doing it. And that's why I'm being so vocal about it. Cause like I said, I don't want to hate this guy. I never wanted to hate this guy. I've, he was a best friend for a long, long time. So it, it it hurts a lot to be the one that's like, you know, 
talking about it more and not letting the story end, but it's because we have to do something to stop it in the future. Yep. So. Anyway. All right. <laughs> well, on that note, so this is a Biggest free episode. Michael, thank you for coming. This is the kind of <laughs> yeah. This is the, this is the kind of juicy content that you'll be able to get right. behind a paywall at uh, patreon.com dot show my toes. Our, <laughs> to our Patreon subs, we'll make it up to you with cuties toes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, but Mike, tremendous pleasure having you on. Thanks for having me. Um, appreciate it, dude. You were an incredible guest, and I. Uh, from the first time I talked to you, I knew what a legit human being you were. So it's good to get to pick your brain and to have you on. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to all of our subscribers. Thanks to everybody who's subscribed on YouTube. If you haven't, bonus episode, press the fucking button. Uh, we'll see you next week. And uh, bye. See ya.